0: And I don't know, like, for instance, she was commenting on what hairstyles she could wear because certain hairstyles weren't were too black. Right. That's something. Even if you heard that, it's something even from his stance, he can't really say because he's a bald black guy, you know, and I know a lot of I know Howard Stearns came out and said some shit about how it's a boys club and this, that and the other. I to to jump with what you said I think that initially when Terry Cruz was asked uh, the question I think his response should have just been better He shouldn't be like I'm I back her up with all the allegations and things that's happening if she needs help or she needs anything she could call on me but from my standpoint I didn't experience what you know some of the stuff that she's stating and that's all he had to say
1: And that literally could have been it
0: yeah and <laughs> it moved on be- and moved on he would have kept them happy and he would have did what he needed to do but you uh, wanted to make sure that those checks kept coming, so he's like, man, I don't see shit, man. They were good, <laughs> you know. You know how much yeah. money they give me? They feed me every damn day, yo, yo, yo. That black man, he, he, they, they saw a black guy on the streets, and they gave him, they gave, they gave him a big paycheck. I don't know what she talking about. I got them cheeseburgers, man! <laughs> All the while smelling like old spice. <laughs> so, I Can agree. You play Crackdown 3? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: Ashtray, bitch!
3: Welcome,
0: welcome everybody to "Shoot This Shit" podcast. I'm your host Khan, and as always with me, I have my co-host, Mister Two Beards. What's up, sir? Howdy, 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 howdy. And as I stated last week, we got a new—well, let me rephrase that. We don't have a new guest; we have a reoccurring guest, somebody who's been there before. What's up, Roku? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, what's up? What's up, everybody? Saturday night, a little different than our normal Friday night podcast, but I think it will work out. And before we go into our something different where we start doing a quick monologue, I want to give a real quick shout-out to the Douglas family. Kirk Douglas, actor, pioneer, died at 103 about two days ago. Long life, nothing to really be sad about. You had 103 years on this earth, put out some great movies, gave us Michael Douglas, who also put out some great movies. Shout out to the Douglas family and uh, anything by anybody else who wants to say anything positive to the Douglas family itself for their loss.
1: Rest in peace and my condolences. got nothing to say. I mean, rest in peace.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, Mr. Two Beards, how about uh, you kick us off, sir? What do you want to start off with in terms of addressing our, our wonderful audience? Not much. I'll just say
4: hello, ladies and gents. Uh, we thank you for hanging out with us today, taking a breather of all the craziness from the world, from everything from the impeachment trial to its fallout, from taking a breather to seeing the Democrats fight each other like a pack of wolves over a scrap of meat. It's all very entertaining stuff. We actually we thank you for taking a, br- a breather from everything to, like, the follow the regulations being rolled back to the point of the CDD said that we won't know if, uh, I said CDC, but I meant the FDA said that we won't even be able to We have to call pork mystery meat soon because we won't even know what's in it. So <laughs> thank you for taking the breather from that. <clears throat> also, thank you for taking the breather to chill with us on Black History Month, the month of kings and queens, our month the month that they teach you the same shit from kindergarten to 12th grade without teaching you ever stuff or the ever, um things that we've done in this country and beyond this country. to the same country that's now teaching kids that being a slave meant you were even an indentured servant, an immigrant, or it was voluntary. So um, we thank you for coming out on this month, chilling with us, uh, putting all the bullshit to the side, taking a breather, having some fun and some laughs with us, and
0: let's get on with the show. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Anything to add to that, Roku?
1: I was just going to take and say, um, just for the record, if last time I checked, there was one particular person that made that slip up when it came down to saying that we were immigrants okay. and that's just because they were trying to push that whole uh you know agenda with the the border wall situation so i'm just gonna, say, I was gonna leave that one there you know it's like no maybe her parents were immigrants but last time i checked we were prisoners of war so let's just keep it there
0: awesome so we're going to instead of going into our normal topics that we usually do we're going to do a real quick update so anything that we kind of cover In terms of topics, whenever there's an update, we're going to go over them real quickly in this update section. So the first one is one, I don't believe you were on real quick. I think it was the episode after you, but me and Two Beers covered uh, Gritty, the uh, very scary mascot at the Flyers, who who had an accusation for him for uh, basically running and Superman punching a kid in his back. Uh, The police said they concluded Their um, investigation and no charges were put against Gritty, as Mr. Two Beards actually um, predicted, and uh, he's cleared of all charges. So, Mr. Two Beards, any comments? I'll start off with you with Gritty being free. I'm going to say, is um, we know this is probably the case. It's no way that, even though the funny
4: thing is, even though it seems completely in the nature of not only a, a Philadelphia native. But somebody, a mascot named Gritty, to actually run up and punch a kid in the back, <laughs> we um, knowing that from there's no way that an the autograph and photo signing, that he's going to be able to run up and do something like that with all those people are around and there was no witnesses except for the father and the kid himself. Exactly. The father, yeah, the father wasn't going to go. The father wasn't going to go around and continue at the uh the place and take pictures with other people, including taking the uploading the picture of him of Gritty and his son. On the social media like uh, you're not gonna upload a picture of um a mascot who just punched your kid in the back so we all know you all know it was bullshit from the from the uh, jump so now brady has been cleared awesome
0: (laughs) yeah you could go back to scaring kids now yes he can (laughs) (laughs) anything to add to, (laughs) add to this roku
1: as a mascot for a team that was known as the Broad Street Bullies, I 100% believe it as a Philly native. You know, <laughs> you know it's like Philly is my hometown, born and raised, you know, and I, I lived there. I, I had lived there for about 20 some odd years. I 100% believe it if it did happen. <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't even pass. As a matter of fact, I, I'm like, look, that's, that's par for the course. You in Philly, you should know better. <laughs>
4: Yo, my gritty is scary.
1: I was like, just even
4: thinking that. Imagine that in your head, gritty just running, (laughs) just
1: running to punch a kid in the back. It's mean. It's it's beautiful. Wait, look, the Philly fanatic has been known, like, all you know, jokingly at least, you know, sexually assaulting people. You know, you can't put that <laughs> wow. that snozz in people's faces and and not. Exp- <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's all cool, oh man! Oh man! <laughs> all right, yeah. so so we'll move from uh, gritty, and next thing we'll move to uh, one that actually. Roku was on, so Tyler Perry's Fall of Grace has come out on Netflix, and it has been watched by 26 million people, folks. 26 million people have watched uh, Fall for Grace, and just to put put it into uh, perspective, basically, it's pretty much the same numbers as uh, Bird. What was that movie, Bird Cage or Bird? The one where they, ah, you know, the Bird one box. where Bird Box, yes, the one where. What's uh, face had to keep keep her eyes covered. So, it's, so needless to say, um, is it did very very well. Uh, so I'll go with you, Roku. Um, any comments on on uh, yeah, Tyler Perry's Fall of Grace and it doing being so successful?
1: Um, I mean, look, it's it's a Tyler Perry, you know production i mean i i expect there to be quite a few people that will check it out like look i, I gave him a hard time last time and i'm not backtracking on that i still feel the same way i feel so that's 26 million people that should have been watching bad boys 3 but you know <laughs> hey it's like um at least on that week but um i mean look I, i'm i'll 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 reserve my final judgment till i take a look at it in passing at some point <clears throat> so um i mean i'll say congratulations to him for you know I apparently knocking it out the box. Um pun intended with the whole bird box thing. Um when it comes down to that 26 million views that first week. I mean it even it even beat out you know um Eva DeVernies when when they see us. So I mean hey it's yep he's got an audience. Oh, yep. and, the and the Irishman and the Irish too.
0: you That's fucking awful <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> It's oh, like, that, that's
1: fucking terrible.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yo, hey, like, hey, I am happy uh, if any of <laughs> us succeed. I'm happy at it. I right, go ahead two beers, but I know why you want to I know. Go ahead, go ahead. You're 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 probably yo, commenting on the ashtray bitch yes, line that everybody's yes. playing. Go yes, ahead, continue
4: You need to play that shit right now so people can see it. <laughs> Yo, like. I, was, I haven't watched it yet, and I was going to go in completely with eyes open, because I'm like, I really haven't seen anything of his work that, uh, that I've actually enjoyed. But at the same time, I had massive respect for the man, um, everything he's accomplished in, the, uh, in Hollywood, and to the point, as you brought up yourself uh, multiple times, he has a studio, he's made a, a, a black-owned studio now that's so big that other studio production houses come and shoot on it. That is, exactly. um, that's a milestone. So, like, um, so, like, I'm, but, dog, (laughs) that fucking clip. (laughs) (laughs) No. Ashray. Like, like, the fuck? Like, and then it's like, when I started seeing pictures of the costume he's wearing, the, um, the, the, the the fucking wool wig and the beard. (laughs) I know he's got more money than that for better uh better outfits and makeup and shit. Like uh I, I don't know. Like I'm 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 gonna watch it because I I think I'm gonna find it completely hilarious for all the wrong reasons. But yo the those the the clips that I've seen so bad so far, they have made it look beyond bad. And, so like, the fact that uh, go ahead. uh before you continue the fact that something like that got um outdid uh when they see us. And uh, that's in and the, and the Irishman. I, I don't know where we're at as a people, man. <laughs> I don't know why we uh, we put our money, put so much money into this bullshit. But I'm
0: continuing with <laughs> <on that. laughs> All right, so first off, first off, I did watch the movie. And yeah, so something that people have to understand, the reason why Tyler Perry has so many movies and I guess he's so big is because... I didn't know, but he literally completes movies within, like, a week or two weeks. Literally, he does full production of movies within, like, a two-week span. So, that's why you don't see always the best acting, but it allows him to churn out so much content for so much other stuff that he could just produce, like, stuff, like, everywhere, right? So... What's the movie the greatest? <laughs> no, N- you know. Eh, I'll, I'll I'll as as per two beers. Let me let me real quickly. Let's 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 swap over. Let's play the uh, ashtray bitch scene so he can see this real quick. All right, let's let's swap over.
1: Ashtray, ashtray
2: bitch, and he would leave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyone leave <laughs> Oh,
0: <laughs> Ashtray. Ashtray bits. oh man.
2: Fuck, man?
0: but but as i told two beards it, it could always be worse right it, it could be it could always be worse right it could be the oval and I, I showed him the Oval, and overall, I don't know. Have you seen the Oval Roku?
1: No. It sounds like it's something I'm gonna have to do. It, no,
0: it's, 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 I gotta show everybody the sequence in the new Oval. It uh, is dude. the worst, and I don't want to be down on. I, I want to say congrats to Terry to Tyler Perry, and I keep telling, I keep telling um, two beards Sis there's an audience for this kind of stuff, right? It, it may not be the best, but there's, dude, 26 million views. It tells you that there's an audience who likes this stuff. It, it doesn't have to be, I know I would want it to be cut niche, but it doesn't have to be, you know, it's, it's, he has an audience. an audience. He has an <laughs> audience for this. He has an audience for it. So, uh, it is what it is.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, God. I not even try. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Like I said, there's an wow. audience There unfortunately yeah. is an audience For all this stuff But uh, yeah, And that's actually one of uh, One of his biggest shows, believe it or not Which is crazy But people love that Ratchet stuff, right? Alright, so I know, I know So I guess we you should see the expression of my, You can see the expression of my face right now <laughs> <laughs> So the Oh, Oh, God. God. (laughs) So the last one we were going to cover, and this is the last one, which is um, one that actually me and Two Beers covered, was um, we did a look at Oprah Winfrey. And basically, does she have an agenda against uh, African-American males, right? Because a lot of times Oprah, a lot of pieces she does is always against african-american males and never against like caucasian or other ethnicities right um especially when it comes to uh sexual assault so snoop Dogg came out and of course he was jumping on gail kim uh for her interview uh about um with uh lisa leslie talking about kobe bryant and it seemed like she was pushing the uh rape agenda in that interview and then uh snoop was upset and then I guess uh, he went after Oprah, too, talking about how she showing pictures about how she's hanging out with uh, Winestead and all this. And he's you know, he did all of his stuff. So well, how did you feel about, I guess, uh, basic Snoop Dogg? I think it was good until we started bringing up Bill Cosby. But uh, go ahead, two beers. What were your your thoughts on Snoop Dogg's uh, comments towards uh, Oprah and uh, Gail Kane?
4: I think he's, um, he's bringing up a point that, that does need to be addressed. I don't like the, um, I don't think he needed to call her I I don't think he needed to call her a bitch. I also don't think he needed to, um, to threaten her. Um, but like, uh, I do feel, I do feel that when it comes to black men, I feel that, uh, because of Oprah's past, which I brought up to you before, um, because of the time she was raped and her drug addiction and things of that nature, I do feel that she has it out for Black men. She projects that on, so like, uh, like, um, like she's never healed from it. So she, any chance she she has to like, they'll pile on to us and and uh, project that pain. I think she's gonna do it each and every time because that is it's very. There's some truth to his words. There, there's no documentary on people like. Uh, Weinstein there's no documentary on on uh, Epstein or any of the people or uh, any of the uh, or even like for instance um, the the seventh heaven the seven the seventh heaven guy who that wasn't even an allegation like he's actually on tape admitting to what he did and like uh, and not only did not only did that guy not do any time um, his show, his show stayed in syndication, so he he was able to still eat and collect royalties off of it. So uh, I do I do feel that he's actually making a, a good point about saying that she's only she's only attacking uh, men of color. But at the same time, I do feel that he didn't have to threaten her like or like, um, or like uh, call her that or call her that word, especially when you when she came out later. I agree.
2: Say,
4: basically, when and especially when Gail basically came out later to say she was upset about the clip that the uh, studio released because it made it seem like that was what the interview was about, and like, um, and saying that the whole thing was cut and chopped up and stuff like that. It's like, it wasn't even that, it wasn't even that type of, um, it wasn't even that type of vibe that the clip gives off, basically. So all yeah. that was pretty fucked up on their end. But yeah, that's how I feel about it.
0: Okay, uh, Roku? I agree with you, by the way, Two Beards. Roku?
1: Um, I'm gonna take and say as far as a lot of that stuff goes, like, it comes down to Oprah. Look, she—you can tell she's eating good off them butter biscuits. So, I mean, wow. So, I mean, wow. It's like, hey, I'm—I'm I'm gonna call it how it is. You know, it's she's—it's—that's it's, her—that's her thing. Like, she's she's pushing for the people who are gonna keep make sure she can keep a job because, realistically speaking, if they decided to can pull Harvey Weinstein's car and all these other guys. They can take her down, too. <laughs> so she's doing what she's doing in, in her best interest, as far as I can tell. So are you
4: saying that, like, she's she's uh, turning you over cheap because she has dirt on her hands also?
1: Is that what you're getting at? I'm saying that that's probably part of it. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> Interesting. I mean, right now, I mean, look, right now, it's it's very easy for a lot of people to take and stay in a positive light especially when you look at the number of people who are being knocked off when it comes down to um, how can I put it? Like, just, just How can I put it? Let's just say try to take and pull attention away from people who are actually guilty of things by putting a black face in front of it. Okay. And when you have a black face that you can use as a pawn to take and send that message, it works doubly so because yep. now you're spitting on your own. I feel you. So right, she gets. To, she she gets to act like a good little mammy, and everybody else. Damn. Hey. Wow. Hey. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> Damn, bro. You about to. See, you
4: about to. You about to see ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, look. All it takes is for somebody to can bring up that all of that stuff that was going on with her schools in South Africa, or I'm mean, sorry, over in Africa, mm. with the, and, and, and then we got and she's got a problem. So let's just you know she's doing what she's doing just because it's it's in her best interest to
0: try to to toe that line. <clears> hmm, <throat> interesting. Very interesting take. And on the screen for those who are in chat for just a quick reminder, we do normally take Friday. I know it's Saturday, but we normally do take Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern to whenever we close. Come join the chat. It's a little bit more interactive uh, every Friday. But uh, in chat, I have it up there where Snoop Dogg has this I.G. post says, did that fake ass Michael Jackson shit to tarnish his name with them lying ass kids? And here she is with a known rapist smiling and laughing. Fuck you and Gail. And, of course, the free Bill Cosby part. But I agree with you. And the most part, Two Beers, I stated that um, threatening of Gail Kim was a low blow on snoop. I understand he was pissed. The dude just died, and he's looking at, you know, everything, the way it was portrayed in terms of the Kobe uh, interview. Like, she had an agenda to push out the um, rape allegations more so than, you know, the... Accolades and things he actually did for his family and so forth uh, during that time. Uh, the thing on Oprah, I, I take the same stance. I don't know. Like, Oprah is the face that, like, everybody seems to go to. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, we could all trust Oprah. And we all, I often said, if she, like, ran for president, like, in a year, she probably will probably win because she could get votes from every demographic because most of these people all love Oprah, right? She has that. That presence and she has that, um, I won't say gender, what would I say? Is the uh, reputation, you know, that people see from our talk shows and all the other charities and things that she does. But she has I think, a very important factor, which is charisma. Yes, yes. So I, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe Roku might have something to the point of maybe there might be more behind it, you know, in terms of, hey, we want to give you checks or we want to keep you you know, famous in the front line or whatever, just push this, you know, instead of this. So maybe, I don't know. But uh, I mean, from from like, even with this point of her taking pictures here with Weinstead, it, it seemed like the whole Weinstead thing was known, like even from the beginning, from the get-go, of people of him touching and doing all kinds of stuff to women and people just knew about it. But he was just a powerful figure at that time that no one could touch him. You know, it's like, well, do you want to work in Hollywood or do you want to starve? Right. And, you know, you got to make that line, pull that line of what you want to do or, you know, what? I'll do it this one night and I'll make my money and be big and I won't have to deal with it for the rest of my life, you know, just to kind of move past it. So if he has that reputation and everybody knows about this reputation it, and you see these kind of pictures, it kind of puts a different light. Like, how do you not know? You know, if you're yeah. in the in of Hollywood, how do you not know when it's all over, you know, Hollywood itself? When everybody with and their some, mom is saying it. Go ahead, Roker.
1: I was gonna say with some of the pictures, it's like and like I do want to step back on the on the Gil King thing too, because I wanna say when it comes down to to that, before I jump back on that um finish up the on the uh, that Oprah point that I was starting to take and jump into for she I don't know, I, that seemed a little too convenient that she was able to just throw the network under the bus like that. It's like no at, at almost no time has that ever been been possible for anybody doing any kind of interviews like stuff like that to go. Oh well, I didn't know what the network was going to do. Like, wait a minute, you just how how did you get away with throwing the network under the bus? <laughs> I can't like, like you. I can it's buy like it. that that can, that makes it look suspect in and of itself. That you know, she knew what she was doing. She you know she picked that fight. I can't and, buy that to an extent, and like um the reason
4: why I say I can buy that is because. We live in the age where everything is clickbait. Like, there's so much stuff where, like, um, whenever they post a clip out of an interview, whenever they, whenever they title a, um, an article, it's always not, it, it's, it doesn't take the, it's not the actual energy of the, uh, whatever you're about to read or view. And that, like, seems to happen, like, all the time. So it's like, um, so yeah, you may be, you may be also be right that, that, uh, she's like, oh shit, this backfired. And, like, uh, she's trying to, she may it may have been like, oh shit, she this backfired, she's trying to save her ass um by throwing the network under the uh the bus. But at the same time, I do feel that there's a possibility that just like the majority of shit out there, that it was just uh, the 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 people that are in charge of uh getting a getting a good quota or a good sound bite to throw out there, something spicy to get people actually want to come to the interview. I do feel oh, that yeah, that's, a good that's part definitely,
1: that they did it. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. <clears throat> um but I would also gonna say um like just to finish up that one I got I give credit to Lisa Leslie for staying on point oh
4: hell yeah hell yeah because
1: she definitely like tried to diffuse yeah. that before it got anywhere yeah. yeah um but to go back to the Oprah thing with with the Harvey Weinstein stuff that you were just bringing up you know Khan it's like it it, it's, it had to be known because it seemed some of that stuff looked like it almost looked like Oprah was setting some of those people up <laughs> 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 Like, like like almost like she was wingman for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> oh. You've seen the pictures. <laughs> like, you've seen the pictures. I mean, come on.
0: Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Maverick the Goose.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, let's. We're gonna move actually to our first topic, uh, which is gaming. Oh man, I, I, I oh, always kind of, I always get a little shaky when it comes to gaming because me and two beers oh, are always get these long, <laughs> these long conversations, right? So, uh, first mm-hmm. subject is uh, let's talk about Sony, right? So Sony uh, is basically delaying any solid information as a tactical strategy for the PlayStation Five. <clears throat> They're not really releasing any of the specs, what it looks like, even a price they said themselves, they stated they won't even release the price until Microsoft uh, basically says the price of the Series X, uh, most likely so they can undercut it. Um, I'll start with you, uh, Roku, on this one. Do you approve Uh of uh, Sony's tactics of delaying as much information basically to the... To the last, until basically when the system comes out uh, for the PA, for the PlayStation Five, I, I I'm
1: I i did not think that Sony was going to square Enix themselves, but you know, <laughs> apparently, wow. I mean, it's, I mean, look, I mean, if you're not ready to take and talk about it, why are you talking about it? That's kind of where mm, where I am with that. Like, it's I mean, I'm pretty sure like <laughs> I remember seeing a, a press doc somewhere um on some some website i could have swore i saw something talking about the the playstation 5 price point or 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 i or ideal price point at like 4.99 or something like that so it's like i wish i could remember where i saw it because i would i would gladly point it out to you right now but it's one of those things where it's like people already have a rough idea of what you're what they're gonna do so for them to sit here and try to act you know something you know like they're being like top secret about it. it just doesn't really make much sense. I mean, they, they should just put out what information they're willing to give instead of just trying to, you know, and because they can always change it later. I mean, you can always upgrade things, you can always, you know, downplay. Just don't give anything that would lock them in. That's all.
0: Interesting. And yeah. uh, I'll go to YouTube ears because this is very, <laughs> this is all very interesting because with <laughs> any new system, you have to have a time where you have to start production, right? If you don't start production mm-hmm. on the system, then you start getting shortages by the time the system comes out. So things have to be somewhat final, especially if you're going to go to production. What's your take on, on this strategy and this information? I personally
4: don't I personally don't think it's a good strategy, but at the same time, like um, who am I to say that? Because it's been a, it's been a winning strategy for them for quite some time. Like they'll lay back, they'll see what the uh, the competition puts out, <clears throat> and if they and if it's something that's applauded by people. Then I'll be like, oh well, you'll be happy to know that our system does that as well. Like a, like for instance, um, they have no problem with announcing that they that the PS5 will have backwards compatibility. With everything else, just like um like um I hate to to pull a YouTuber and go back to the disastrous launch of the Xbox Xbox One in 2013. Like um the Xbox One um its launch was so shitty that Sony being quiet on how they were doing things. They're like, yo, we can attack the fuck out of this. Like, even the little, uh, the little joke of the guy handing his game to his friends, like that's how you share a game with friends. Yeah. Like, uh, True. yeah, yeah. So it's like, th- I feel they're just doing the same thing now, where they're like, um, they're waiting, like uh, like if if the x ex- if the Xbox is if the Xbox actually is stronger than the if the Series X is actually stronger than the PS5 in any neighborhood. This also allows them to get their talking points together on how they'll get around that. And like um, and like any other thing of like oh, people are not responding to that well, so so uh, even if our, even if our system does the same thing, we can just leave it out, so basically they're just they're just playing uh, they're playing wait and counter like they normally do. It's worked for them in, up until now, even though it may um seem kind of um it may seem kind of weaselish or whatever it's a it's a great business strategy, so I guess they're they just keep doing it
0: interesting. Uh, I agree with both of you, but I, I think it's a risky tactic, especially very all right because E three is coming around right, and you have to start taking pre orders for these systems right, and people who do pre orders have to know what the system is coming out at right. How much am I paying? What am I getting? What do I need? What are the games? Good, good. You just brought up a good point. I think one of the reasons why they aren't showing at E three and
4: why they will probably make their uh, if they don't um if they don't if they don't uh, make their big showing at a uh, at, at Tokyo Game Show, they'll probably do it at the PlayStation uh, Live event. I think they know because Microsoft will probably do the whole unveil at E3 this year. If they're not there, this will probably allow them to get every piece of uh, info and intel that they need, like including the price of what the system's going to be. Like yeah, I, mean,
0: I, I that's true. Yeah,
1: I, I was going to say. I'm sorry. I was I was just going to uh, say it was like it was because that they're not they're going to be an E3 that I was kind of figuring it's like, it really doesn't make sense to take and be super secretive. It's like, okay, if you don't want to take and talk about it yet, then don't even bring it up. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm, where I'm at with that one. It's like, it would, it would play more into the whole idea of, all right, well, if we're going to, you know, keep our cars close to our chest and keep them close to your chest. You know, like don't, don't even bring it up. I was like, so just wait till Microsoft says what they're gonna say, and then drop all your information right after, and and nobody would would say anything. But yeah. right now, because they're because they where they're doing it, it looks shiesty.
4: I wouldn't even be surprised if <laughs> if they dropped like a a video, uh, even though they're not at E3. I wouldn't be even be surprised if they if they dropped the video production package like an hour after
0: Microsoft's show on the same night. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would not be surprised at all. So I think you bring up a good point. So I'm want to counter it with this. If you're Microsoft, right, and we know Microsoft right now, has more money in the tank than Sony, right? They they could they could lose money with how well, as we brought up in the past, their cloud services <laughs> like Azure and Windows and all their other services that they do are doing well, while Sony movies and their other products aren't as high. I mean, they they're going up, don't get me wrong, from year to year, but they're not raking in as much money as they used to. If you're Microsoft, would you then put your sell so your Xbox Series X at a price that Sony? can't undercut so let's say Fuck yeah it comes out at three fifty or three hundred dollars. Fuck yeah.
4: Take take a two to three hundred dollar loss on the system. Your pockets can afford it. Like right. really cement that shit
0: in. Right, Roku, what do you say?
1: Uh, I one hundred percent agree with that one. Like that's look as someone who um has run with Sony pretty much since um the since uh, the, after the original Xbox, because I you know I never went. I never went to Xbox 360. That whole Red Ring of Death thing scared me away. <laughs> um, That's fine. And I and I I just never really saw a point in going to um, Xbox with the Xbox One. So I was just like, I just stuck with PlayStation. But if for business, yeah, if I could take the hit and undercut, you know, my my competitor at least for this next generation, I'm doing it. <laughs> Do it yeah. without
0: a second thought. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... I mean, it would, it would be brilliant if Microsoft said, you know, what, everybody, we thanks to all the people who support Microsoft. How about this? We give it to you right now, special price for at least two years or a year. You could get the Xbox Series 1X for 300 Or if you have an Xbox Series, Xbox X or X1X or regular Xbox, mail it in and we'll give it to you for even a lower price. I mean yeah. it's a, it's a good strategy that Microsoft could do to get to get their yeah. new systems out to a lot of people. Yeah, they take a hit in the beginning, but in the long run I think it'll be more beneficial to them.
4: Oh, hell yeah. Huh? Yeah, cuz I'm I don't think that um I personally think with the the level of technology that's in these new systems, I don't think that Sony could drop it uh I think the lowest Sony would be able to do is 399 if that.
0: I don't think they can go lower than that. Okay, that makes sense. I was thinking about $400 for the new systems. Yep. Yeah, because everybody, um, everybody
4: thinks it's going to be a 499, uh, $499 price point, which it, it may very well be because it, it uh, the original rumors were the Xbox Series X was going to drop at $499 and the PS5 was going to uh, drop at $399. But I, I do feel that, but then as we got later and later on, it started seeming uh, we started getting more and more including from uh places that uh uh and other countries that put the uh the the p s five up for pre order by accident of uh, them having a a four ninety nine price tag before being taken down so but i do feel that um <clears throat> i do feel that um if 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 the uh if the series x can come out at at the very at, um uh 299 would be ridiculously amazing but if they can at least come out at 350 i think they'll give the that will give them a price edge over sony
0: Cool All right let's go to uh our next topic i think we're in agreement with that one uh let's talk uh microsoft for a second and uh so Oh boy Oh boy so <laughs> <laughs> Oh man you're a funny guy so uh, uh, a actual article came up on the verge where they are interviewing Phil Spencer and they asked him uh, basically about the new technology and competition. To which Phil Spencer stated, and uh, let me switch over so we could get a nice uh, quote of it. It says, "When you talk to when you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a lot of respect for them. But see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going for," says Spencer. That's not a disrespect to nintendo and sony but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of our position out of position i guess they could try to recreate azure but we've invested tens of billions of dollars in cloud over the years so i'm going to go with you two beards uh, how do you feel about this statement
4: i think he's uh, speaking the truth that he's looking towards the future and he's actually um <clears throat> Like um, he's doing the smart thing of uh trying to compete and get and get the uh, company out of the console wars. Like uh, there was um, to something that was said earlier to me, um, something that was said earlier to me about um, are they shooting themselves in the foot by talking this way, by base, and does that make it look like they are not a. Uh, that they're not supporting consoles anymore or it may come off looking that, that way or they or they may have already shot any future sales of people who weren't already um Xbox uh uh people who weren't already uh, Xbox <clears throat> buyers if this may have turned them away from doing that and the way that I look at it is um <clears throat> even if we take everything out of the even if we take everything out of the package like I'm willing to bet that if the Xbox Series X was not a cross-generational platform, if it was uh, if it was just every if if, uh, if there was no two-year gap, if everything that came out uh, on the Xbox Series X was going to be uh, an exclusive just to that to that um, that console, if there was um if um, they even if they launched it with uh, five first-party games that are all AAA, they're all magnificent. I still think no matter how they do this, unless unless they do it, unless they were able to beat uh, PS by price, I think PS um, PS's brand loyalty will still uh, is still going to win them the the first beginning part of the race because that's how strong and loyal the PS fan base is the time. The same way you can you can look at Apple and PC back in the day when um when Apple was so huge, started getting so huge that people were people were willing to pay. Five times the amount for an Apple laptop than they would for a PC laptop. that did the same thing, so i I think, um, uh, <clears throat> I think they're looking forward to like, like, um, hey, we can't, um, no matter what we're doing at this this moment in time, we're not going to beat, uh, Sony on the console front. So let's push forward to all these subscribers that we have for Game Pass Ultimate, all these uh, other players, um, uh, that are on the PC. Let's go ahead and having our game having uh having our name is being uh known in gaming let's tap that pc market before amazon or google can get a, a stranglehold on it
0: so that's how i'm looking at it okay uh before i go to roku um also stated uh by uh, phil spencer he says um it isn't a, it isn't how many consoles you sell uh he nods this further by noting that microsoft isn't interested in getting into a future format war with Nintendo and Sony. I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with those guys while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world, says Spencer uh-huh. in the protocol interview. Ultimately, that's the goal. So that alludes to basically what you were stating. They're mm-hmm. looking at it more of reaching people rather than fighting over who buys your device. Uh, Roku, um, how do you feel about uh, Phil Spencer's comments?
1: Um, first, I would take and say looking towards the future, it's a good play, and you know, but it's it's especially because right now it's it, as far as looking at Google and and uh, and Amazon. That's a, That's a that's yeah. A, that's that's no competition. That's that's really that's, like, that's, that's that would yeah. be like a grown man going over to a playground and kicking a crap out of a three year old. It's like it's not even yeah. It's 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 not a fight. I mean, and with like and it, like if I'm not mistaken, part of the reason why. I, Microsoft can say what they said, at least about Sony is because um, if I'm not mistaken, in that article, aren't there, we're talking about um, how they were starting to uh, partner up with Sony with the Azure softwares. That is is correct. Essentially essentially, there's no point in even looking at them as competition. If you're partnering up with them, so your competitor is now your ally. So it's kind of like, all right, well, it's now Sony and Microsoft against the three-year-old. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Somebody needs to draw that. <laughs> so I mean, like, it's with the with the launch of Stadia being nowhere near what it you know what what it needs to be. Uh. Um, Amazon. Who knows yeah. what they're
0: doing? Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure there's at least one more out there. Nvidia um, actually looks good. Yeah, we are getting into oh. that next. We'll get that and then to that next. But continue. Uh,
1: it's, yeah, it's like I, I do have something for the Nvidia thing, but I'll I'll save that one for when we get to it, I guess. Then, but yeah, it's it's just not even a competition. Like right now, Microsoft is putting themselves in a position where they're they're taking themselves like 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 uh, two beards said, it's, they're taking themselves out of the console market, like focusing on software and and network and networking. Uh, or cloud-based uh, server issues and stuff like that. So if they if they want to f- focus on that and let you know everybody else do the heavy lifting, it sounds like a brilliant plan to me.
0: Yeah, I agree. And credit, I will give credit where credits due. Yep, I agree with your statements. And we know that Microsoft has been pushing cloud for a while. I remember when Titanfall Two first came out, that was one of the big things where Microsoft was stating basically with game companies how they were setting up cloud servers that people could use for multiplayer, and it was adaptive. So if you had a million people, the servers would create enough VMs basically to handle the uh, load of how many players. And if your player base started to go down, then of course it would shrink the amount of VMs needed. So it was supposed to be a smart system. And then Titanfall had the cloud where it was doing the AI for a lot of the NPCs that would jump in and it would fight you in the game itself. And then of course, Oh, God, I, I hate talking about this. But they brought in Cloud for uh, Crackdown 3. Oh, uh, <laughs> where? Crackdown 3 <laughs> would do the physics rendering outside of it. And, uh, not a good example, but still, they you know they put in for Crackdown 3. And I, I know their ultimate goal is definitely to go towards Cloud, and that is the future. But that's um, conversations that I had with Two Beards. It's good to look to the future, but you don't want to jump too far ahead of yourself, right? With do they had the idea of an all digital system for the console when the Xbox One first came out, right? They were looking at all things like all your applications and everything are ran digitally through your console, similar to a PC, it's just a one button click. Everything is digital, your system's always on, all your saves, everything is running from the cloud, everything's good. Nobody wanted to hear that back in, what was it, 2013, right? People were still buying discs. They were doing this. They weren't ready for that future, even though they knew it was the future that was to come, right? And they shot themselves in the foot talking about all this stuff and, and all these things. And it, it, it separated them basically from the people who wanted to basically buy their products, right? And I'm hoping yep. that with Microsoft now, I know they're investing in the cloud. They have to show to the people... That they're still invested in what they're doing, right? Yeah, we're going to we're building a cloud infrastructure uh, delivery platform for gaming, so that no matter what, as long as you're you've been loyal to us, you could get Xbox anywhere, right? You get on your PC, you get on your phone, you could get on this console. Hell, we'll put it on the Switch, we'll put it on Sony, we'll put it anywhere you could get it. I understand that's the future that they want to go to, but at the same time, you have to still be have a mindset of your current fans, right? People who are going to go out and invest maybe that $300, $400, $500 on this new system because they stuck with you since the beginning. They don't want to hear a lot of this stuff, right? They want to get a new system they could play and do whatever, right? So we're not there yet in cloud gaming. As Roku brought up, Amazon is like just a disaster. They keep bringing out games and they all flop. I, I don't even know what Amazon is really doing in terms of their gaming And then you have Google, who just doesn't seem to know what Stadia is or how to even market Stadia properly. And we've went over Stadia a hundred times, you know. So I don't. I I agree with Microsoft in the future and what they're setting, but I think they have to somewhat pump the brakes. We know they're getting there. You still have to put on the face to say, yeah, you know, this. We're we're not out of console gaming yet. Where you just go out and buy a, a machine and you just play any game, whatever you want, right? That's where gaming is going to get to. It's just going to be like a DVD box. You just buy a Sony one, and it, a Nintendo one or whatever. One. Yeah, you just put it up and you get all your stuff from the cloud. It, it, it's just going to be, it won't matter, you know? It, it, they all play the same games. It's just uh, It's just a source box. But before we get to that future, you got to be mindset that we're not there yet. We probably won't be there for another five to ten years. So be have an understanding of what your current audience really wants now, and cater to them now, while preparing for the future. Tubers, you want to say something? Because I know you, you're itching. <laughs> no, I um, I still still feel the uh, same way. Like I, I feel that
4: um, I feel people need to get over themselves when it comes to certain things, and I think they need to look at it as. The company's not shitting on you. They're not saying that you don't matter. They're just actually giving you a choice. Like, um, if you prefer to play your games a certain way, you can still play them that way. They're not throwing you out in the cold. They're not saying that you no longer matter. Just giving you more options to play your games than you had before. I and I do think, um, um, maybe, like, I'm getting that sort of a uh, I'm getting that sort of vibe when they're talking about it. But because of the vibe that you have, I do feel that maybe they're not not—they're not uh, expressing it or they're not conveying the message in the best way. Yeah. So maybe they need to have a better marketing strategy moving yeah.
0: forward to actually get that out to people. Yeah, but you, you, don't, right. you don't want 2013 to happen again where you, you got footing and now you're shooting yourself in the foot because, you know. Yeah, they have, never, uh, they have never let that down. We're about to actually go into a new console
4: generation and YouTubers are still bringing that shit up. Yeah, like that shit's like the golden goose, the golden goose egg to them. Like, uh, just bring up 2013. I don't even care what the Microsoft news can be about. Like, uh, they'll be like, yo, Microsoft just acquired. uh," They can be like, Microsoft just bought Square Enix. So they have access to all the Final Fantasy uh, games.
2: Remember when
4: uh, Microsoft had that 2013 (laughs) launch? It was the worst of all time. (laughs) I'm like, well, damn, what does that have to do with them buying Square (laughs) But yeah, that's um
0: But yeah, uh yeah, they definitely don't want that again. Okay. So let's real quickly, let's move over to uh GeForce now, right? So GeForce now is basically available right now for those that's in beta. Uh it's is it looks amazing where you could literally just basically link your Steam account and boop, you have access to all your games and you could play them cloud-based. And uh, basically, like, spec- this minimum spe- specifications, specifications, my gosh, I can't talk. For uh, running GeForce now is basically you just need to have Windows 7 for those who have it, 64-bit or above, a dual-core x86-64 CPU, 2 gigahertz or faster, 4 gigs of system memory, and a GPU that at least supports Direct X 11. Direct and that's all you need. So you could basically be playing with regular basic laptops from like five years ago, and you could still now start playing all these games uh, using the um, the actual uh, GeForce now. And it unlike unlike uh, Stadia, it actually looks like it actually works. So I'm going to go with you first, Roku. Uh, <laughs> Jabs Stadia. I'm going to go with you, Roku. Um, have we have we found our Stadia? Uh, killer with the uh, and GeForce Nvidia. Uh, it's GeForce now.
1: Um, I would say it's a
0: possibility if
1: you can play for longer than four hours.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I understand this subscription. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, and if you're free, you must well forget
1: it. So it's kind of like, <laughs> like I mean, that's I mean, like because like an hour for free, four hours for paid, and then. If you're free, you're literally at the mercy of everybody who's paying. <laughs> so, <something like> that's... <laughs> so it doesn't matter what, what you have, you're just at the mercy of everybody else, depending on, on what service plan you're under. So it's kind of like, if you're not paying, you might as well not even look at it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So, but I mean, I, mean it, it, I can see it being a, being that Stadia killer. I mean, that's 100 yeah. percent because it seems like they're further along than Google is. So, yeah.
0: so
2: <laughs> but it, but it, I
0: mean, it's pretty cheap though. I mean, 4.99 a month. I I understand what you're saying with the limited hours. I don't know if this is something that they're implementing because it's in beta and they don't want to crash servers and so forth. I, I don't know if that's a reason and they change it later on. But I mean, it is only four ninety nine a month, where Stadia was asking basically one hundred and thirty dollars, plus a nine ninety nine subscription after the one hundred and thirty dollars, which is a three month period, and you don't get any games. You still got to pay for <laughs> games at full price and sometimes more expensive games, right? So,
1: but people, yes, are all saying is people are very fickle. Yeah, what I mean by that is, is that for those who still have, for those who are still, you know, have the umbilical cord attached and what and have cable. Um, you know, you have those people who would get a subscription service like HBO or Showtime or whatever, mm-hmm. watch whatever show they wanted to watch and immediately drop it. Yeah. Disney would Disney went through this with Disney Plus right after The Mandalorian ended and lost <laughs> X number of subscriptions because literally the vast majority of people that got it just wanted to watch The Mandalorian and did not want to take a sail into that Bay of Pirates to find it. So... <laughs> <laughs> so like so I mean four ninety nine isn't expensive, but you have some very fickle people out here and they can look at that four ninety nine and say,
0: nah, I'm good. Okay. Okay. Uh, two beers. I wanna pass it over to you. Um, one thing I will say is this. this might be a good thing for Apple people who don't usually have access or who usually have to do dual boots to be able to play majority of the games, as most games aren't Apple. Do you think um, now with the way we're going with cloud and Google, Stadia is still only being with Google's <laughs> products as of right <laughs> now. Do you Man. think that um, this might be picked up more by uh, Apple people and other, you know, people, I guess, Linux users, people who basically aren't Windows gamers? Before I answer that question, to mm-hmm. answer your first question on whether or not it's
4: going to be a Stadia killer, I'm yeah. going to have to say um, no, because Stadia already killed itself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow!
4: <laughs> wow! to <laughs> move forward um yeah i think though it's um even even with a short time that needs to be approved on uh one of the things that they're smart is that um even though they're they're charging now they're still calling it early access and saying it hasn't launched yet so um so yeah like um an hour is a very, very short amount of uh, time to a game. But it's a nice uh, testing point to actually allow you to, to test the service out and see if it actually works right for you. Um, mm-hmm. Four hours isn't that long for the way people game these days, but you can get a good chunk of gaming done in four hours, especially if uh, you're a business, if you're, if you're a nine-to-fiver, or you, you run your own business, and you, as much as you would love the game, you don't have that much time. Four hours is a pretty uh, decent chunk especially um, for those of us who may have to travel like hey I can just I'm in my uh, as long as you have you're in an area that has good wifi you can just log on continue continue your game from where you're at at home some pretty um, decent thing and on top of that another thing that they they, uh, they do is um, they actually allow you to take the games that you already own and play them over the uh, stream so you have cloud table or something like that
3: huge yeah, plus. Yes, a very, yeah, that's, very, yeah, that's huge. very
4: huge plus. So yeah, I, I think um I think that they're doing it um I think they're doing everything right and um uh, if it if it only gets uh better off from if if he actually improve it on better from here, I honestly think they're going to be the main competition when it comes to uh streaming gaming. Now as much as I as much as I'm dunking on uh Stadia, I still think um that Stadia will have all the shit together if if Google doesn't quit it first i think they'll have all the shit together in 2 years if anybody will still be checking for stadi in 2 years that's uh that's never question. like um it still trips me out that uh android is your fucking invention but stadi only play, plays on the pixel that makes no damn sense whatsoever and not even all versions yep. of the pixel pixel phone <laughs> yep <laughs> like that is fucking ridiculous but um yeah, that's yeah. I, I think uh, as far as the video goes, they've they've had a strong uh, they got a strong showing so far, and all they have to do is uh, uh, improve upon it. And they're gonna be a they're gonna be a solid um, they're gonna be a salad front runner for the king of this whole streaming stream gaming thing.
0: Now, I never got a chance to play Stadia. I know YouTubers, you got a chance to play Stadia before it was mm-hmm. called Stadia. But I'm going to definitely sign up for the uh, GeForce One because I'm very curious to see how well it works, and also I want to see how bad the latency is. I mean, for when I talk about latency in cloud, it's not a problem if you play single-player games. It's just a problem when you play multiplayer games. But a lot of the games I play now, I'm not playing a lot of shooters and stuff where I need to have you know low pings and low latency in my gaming. You know, I could play something like Terra on it and even with latency still be okay you know so I'm not worried about that in that sense but yeah I'm going to definitely give it a try I think I think they're going down the right route right I think they're 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 pretty smart with what they're doing I think they're going to definitely be a sleeper hit I think a lot of people really wasn't looking at GeForce and they've been doing this for a while I remember yep they've been, when they were first trying to introduce their little mini systems, their handheld systems, yep. it was, uh, basically they were trying to do the cloud gaming with that too. Also, uh, it was more of uh, you take it and then, you know, it's still like the steam, you have the indoor cloud service. So yeah, I can't wait to see how it goes. And I think, uh, if it's good, which I will update the stream, it, it, it definitely might be, you know, the front runner. I mean, we do have X cloud mm-hmm. out X cloud, I'm in the X Cloud beta, but I haven't tried playing from the server. Everything I've done with the X Cloud has been from my own machine, which was very, very good. Like the latency and the responsiveness was very good. But I haven't tried, you know, using X Cloud for just the X Cloud stuff. Which I'll, when I get time, I'll, I'll give it a try and see. But yeah, I'm excited for GeForce. I can't wait to jump into it. That's like I said, like you brought up before, but that Steam. Integration is just beautiful. It's just yeah. beautiful. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we are done with gaming. Oh man, no Stadia, no Stadia. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's 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 um, move on to uh, movies and movie trailers real quick. And the first trailer is <sighs> basically the Rise of Gru, which is another Minions movie. Minions is huge. I don't know why, but it is. It's very, very big. I've only seen the first uh, one, which wasn't Minions. It was Despicable Me 1. I haven't seen any of the other ones before. Um, I thought the first Despicable Me was okay, but they seem to be raking in tons and tons of money. I mean, it's a franchise where Minions brought in a billion dollars as an animated film, so... We have right now Minions uh, Rise of Gru. Basically tells, basically I guess a story about how Gru became Gru, with him going against the Vicious Six. I will start with you, two beards. What did you think of uh, this trailer itself?
4: Um, I'm not like um. It's not that it it does. It's not that it looks bad in any way, shape, or form. And I know, and I I already know that it's um that if I watch it nine times out of ten, I'm going to enjoy it. Like um, but I have no. Like a lot of like a lot of the uh, Despicable Me movies, I really never have any um, motivation to go see them in theaters. I normally see them when they come out uh on a network service or they're streaming somewhere. Okay. But uh, but I have no doubt
1: that it will be enjoyable because they normally are. Okay. Uh, Roku. Much like Two Beards, I gotta take and say, it's it's gonna be enjoyable. I mean, I've seen all of them in, at one point or another. Um, I think out of the bunch, I'd say maybe the, the, like, out of all of them, Despicable Me was probably the best one. And the okay. second Minions one was, I mean, in the first Minions movie was probably, like, right up there with it, just about. Everything else just seemed like they were reaching, and this just seems like another one that's that's reaching. Um, okay. Like, they're just, they're just making something that they know will print money, that's what it seems like.
4: <laughs> Do you feel like it's, they've, they've shricked the, uh... The franchise like they've made too many copies at this point.
1: yeah i mean at this point i'm, I'm almost waiting for them to make a movie with Gru doing time travel and then, then we so we can just call it a day
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> <You know>. wow
1: <laughs> 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 i mean you like look time travels to, is, is that last straw i'm just kind of waiting for it at this point
4: yeah i think they're now that you bring it up i think they're actually um another um series that there was of uh, a ton of sequels to um uh, Kung Fu Panda. I think there's actually a chance they're rebooting that to actually start over at one.
0: Oh God, no, please. Oh God. The first one was good, but I think I was good after like the first or second one. The second one, I was like, uh, okay, and the third one, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely checked out. <laughs>
4: yeah, I, I kind of felt the same. It's not like just the second and the third ones were bad, but it was just like at that point, it's like, um like this story should be over. Why are we still doing this? Well,
0: I will say with the Minions movie, I think uh, the trailer looked cute. It didn't look as cute as um, one of the other ones, but like uh, Roku said, it's just a series that print money that prints money, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it will come out. It'll probably make about $600, $700 million, if not a billion, and everybody will love it, and then we'll get another <laughs> Despicable Me or Minions movie right out afterwards. Um, uh, and, and somebody in this movie apparently can't count
1: because <laughs> you have your vicious six bad guys but there's only five chairs so <laughs>
2: oh.
1: <laughs> the, the empty chair is going to be um, it's going to be you, six. It. you can't say you got six and there's not six there no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> cool. they should be the vicious five until they get the oh man oh
0: correction um i meant that shrek is actually getting a reboot not concrete. oh yeah shrek well shrek is kind of overdue but um the interesting thing is so it's going to be the same studio because um shrek is what dreamworks yeah yeah so dreamworks was bought by comcast which owns illumination and basically everybody uses the illumination technology which allows them basically to do 3d at like half the price whatever they do with however they the technology to make these movies so yeah we'll probably see a new Shrek done with the uh, illumination engine so yeah I can see it coming I wonder if they'll have uh, if if Michael come back to do the voice that's interesting Uh, I'm almost sure of it after or during it you're going to probably get a scene or sequence with the minions or Gru And Just it's going go to set go. up a Shrek Despicable Me crossover. Oh, 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 I'm sure you're going to see it. It, it. I'm 100% sure. That'll be, sure. You
4: know, that'll be uh, time travel one right
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm definitely sure it's coming. I'm definitely sure yeah. it's coming. Shrek will be sitting on a
4: the, on the couch with a bad box talking about ashtray.
0: <laughs> Ashtray,
2: donkey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: because we all know we can fight. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's go into uh, our next trailer, which I have playing right now. Uh, the movie Spiral. Uh, for many of people who probably didn't realize what it was until the middle of the movie is a uh, another spin. I don't know if it's a sequel or a spinoff, but uh, to this to the uh, Saw series. And I'm going to go with you, Roku. What did you think of the uh, Chris Rock Spiral? Horror Training Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: great. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I mean, Chris Rock. If, if he was, like, I don't know. If, if Chris Rock in wasn't in it, I'd probably be interested. And I can say the same thing with uh, Samuel Jackson, because I was never a, really a big fan of Saw films. And knowing okay. that this is, you know, looking like it's a spinoff of Saw, the only real thing I'm, I'm actually curious about is knowing that the role that he has in the production of this movie—it's like, okay, what's Chris Rock going to do with a Saw movie?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, like that's kind of caught my attention. It's like whether Samuel Jackson was in it or not—that's a whole other thing. Because it's they could have put anybody in that role, but just knowing that Chris Rock is hitting is hitting this, it's I'm kind of curious just just on that alone.
0: Okay, uh, two beards. Um,
4: I was very interested, uh, mostly because like um, it has a completely different look from uh like uh, from a lot of the movies. Like there's the elements that come in at the end, like the the um the, when the the theme song kicks in, which I still to this day think is one of the best theme songs ever made. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I put it up there with the uh, the 28 Days Later theme song, which I also think is uh, is bomb also. I was talking with this trailer to a friend who also thought it looked very, very good and different from the Saw movies. He had a very, very uh, cool point. He was like if they had actually never told you it was uh, if they didn't make, if they didn't use this, the, the, the uh, Saw theme music and they didn't say the whole book from the Book of Saw, if they just did the spiral thing throughout it and you didn't find out that it's actually related to the soul universe until you got in to see the movie. He's like, that would have been crazy because it's like the whole thing. When people saw the spiral spray paint, a lot of people would have been like talking like it's got to be Saul. But other people would have been denying it since since Saul was not brought up in the uh, trailer at all. So I was like if that kind of that would have been like a, a great surprise when you would go into the theater, even though they don't do that sort of thing anymore when it comes to trailers. But um, he uh, brought up a pretty interesting point to piggyback uh, off of what Roku said about Chris Rock. Something that's always been also interesting is that comedians um they're some of the most versatile people when it comes to acting and stuff like that, as well as like uh other forms of entertainment. So it's like um uh, we take Jordan Peele and how surprised uh, how many people were surprised when they when they saw his foray in the horror with like uh Get Out. So it's like I I think um. I think uh, I don't know, maybe it's because like a lot of times uh, you always hear the you always hear the phrase that uh comedians are tortured souls, like maybe uh, maybe
0: he'll fully excel at this. So we'll see. Okay. So I think uh, when my brother passed me this it's like spiral came out, he started sending me all this stuff about spiral. I'm like, what the what the what the hell is spiral? And I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, that's a Chris Rock movie. Yeah, okay. And then right when the music for Saw came in right here at this sequence here, I was like, oh, fuck, it's (laughs) Saw. And then I saw the puppet, and well, the puppet with the pin pad on, which is kind of funny. But uh, I was like, oh, yeah, it's Saw. So I fell off. I wasn't a big Saw fan. I think I saw the first two, and then I was like, yeah, I'm done. I thought the original concept for Saw was pretty good. I like the idea of it. Like, what would you do <laughs> to mm-hmm. to save your life? You know, are you willing to solve your arm? Are you willing to dig out your eye for a key to unlock a bear trap? You know, these all these different things of what people will do. You know, and I found that very very interesting concept. But you know, once you see it once or twice, it's like okay, I, I, I'm past it now. You know, yeah. but um, Chris Rock movies for me are like hit and, hit or miss. Some of them I like, some of them I don't. Um, And we haven't seen him basically act in a very, very long time, right? Outside of, like, minor cameos here and there. I think the last big movies that he was doing was the grown-up ones with Adam Sandler. And that was, like, years ago, if not a decade (laughs) ago, you know? So um, I'm very curious with this. The trailer itself didn't, like, make me go, Oh, my God, I want to go see this movie. Um, they didn't really show you much, but it is a teaser trailer. So I'll wait for the other trailer to come out. See if they give me a little bit more to chomp on, and then uh, yeah, I'm definitely. Um, I'll see if I'm definitely ready to jump in and and go see this uh, movie itself. Any other comments before we move away from uh, trailers? None.
1: I was gonna say like I'm I'm loving their their DC filter for, like, the first
0: time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That Snyder blue light. <laughs> that overlay. Yeah. It's very curious, because I'm looking at this one clip, and it's interesting, because you, you see him as a cop, but then there's a clip where they, he has, like, a ski mask on, like he's robbing a place. And you can definitely tell it's Chris Rock when you look at his eyes. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very curious as to see... Um, what That translates that into, part. yeah. And yeah. do you think that he might be uh Donald Glover's character with that ending similar to uh Donald Glover? Do you think, no, excuse me, Danny Glover, not Donald, Danny Glover? Do you think he's um Danny Glover's uh character, maybe younger version of him? It would be, they interesting. Might be rewriting. I don't know. Think this might be a prequel to the Saw movies? Maybe, I don't know, it might be because I remember reading about something about like a reboot of Saw coming from Chris Rock but I don't know And maybe, that, uh, that
1: would definitely be very interesting if this is actually like a prequel like this is what starts it all off kind of thing like that would actually yeah. be pretty cool
4: and if you do look at the old video and if you look at the videos they are driving in old
0: yeah 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 you're right you're right you're right it's, when you yeah, look yeah, at it so yeah it, is, yeah it is yeah there's a lot of old cars when you look at it the, the time frame seems to be uh very yeah actually no no well uh let me switch over real quick how how new do you think this camaro is though do you think that's a newer older model oh uh yeah that is that is actually uh that's a good question i don't know it's kind of hard because they all look like they always take the older (laughs) model basically to look so i'm not sure Mm. So real, real quick before we go to our next um, topic, uh, I want to go into something that's that just came out. So we both, we all cover basically Birds of prey, and it's out now. It's getting tons of great reviews, not only from from the actual uh, the actual reviewers, movie reviewers and cr- critics themselves, but it's actually getting good reviews from the audience too. But the box office does not match the actual praise that it's getting right now it looks like it's going to be looks like it's going to route to Shazam another movie that was critically acclaimed and got good reviews on both sides but did not sell well it got uh it only it only made about 5 million on Thursday 8 million on Friday at about 13 million overall for Birds of Prey on two days and that's that's, that's really low. What are your uh, thoughts for uh, Burt to Prey? And I'm going to go to you, Roku, first.
1: I mean, I'll say this is... I mean, it, the fact that it's got the positive feedback is saying that it looks like you know DC might have found their niche or Warner Brothers, in this case, might have found their niche. Um, instead of trying to, to copy and paste that Marvel Universe formula in the play, it's mm. just do something completely different. It's like just do do your own thing and if it happens to work out it happens to work out um so it's 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 disappointing that it's getting such you know high praise and it's not you know showing up in as far as far as the box office numbers but the fact that it is getting high praise is at least it's still so just a step in the right direction
4: um i think it's um i think it's two two um two factors going in mm-hmm. the first i do feel that like um when I when I was looking at the reviews uh from people uh from certain people um who still like the movie but they had the uh they had the qualm about it being um being um, way too girl power. So I feel that may have turned off a certain audience uh, of comic book moviegoers who who hate uh who aren't um who aren't as fond of any movie that has either a female lead or a minority, lead. so it so it probably um it probably threw them off. Now, no, now that leads into my second thing, which I think uh, messed up their second disadvantage, is that it is a um the second disadvantage is that it is a um a rated R movie. So, like for example, even if um even if you don't have that, even if you don't have that part of the comic book audience who who, um, who, if they feel anything is SJW, they won't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Even if you cut that part, that portion of the, the movie-going audience out, you normally can recover your money with the PG-13 crowd of people who are bringing their kids and stuff in to see it. But I think because this is a rated R, it missed out on the PG-13 money. And I think that probably would have actually boosted its sales up even higher. So that's, that's what I feel. That's what I'm personally feeling is the reason why it's
0: not doing it. Okay, um, I was on mute, so you guys heard me, but the um, people out there did not hear me. So I'm um, repeating it once again. So Birds of Prey on Rotten Tomato is at an 81% uh, critic score, which is certified fresh out of 250 uh, votes, uh, reviews rather. And the audience score is at 83% out of 3,277, which from a reviewer standpoint, it did better than the Joker, which is at 68% out of 544 reviews. It's a tomato. It's not certified fresh, but the audience liked, looks like they like Joker more, which 66,240, but of course this is a long period. We'll see if that score for Birds of Prey goes up or go down as more, of course, reviews come in from the audience. Um, and as stated before, I agree with you with the rated R. But Joker was rated R, and it still did a lot better than this movie. That's,
4: that same audience that I told you will not touch a birds of prey with a ten foot pole is the same audience that went and praised
0: uh, Joker. So is so it? So are you really? So is it really the rated R score? Um, excuse me, rated R rating, or is it more a bias?
4: it's a bias but i'm saying that because of the rated r birds of prey can't overcome that bias okay. so for example for example if the latest batch of star wars movies mm-hmm. um but like humor me here because we know disney would never make star uh, rated r star wars if the the last batch of uh disney star wars movies if they were all rated r like they were still they would still make a ton of money but they wouldn't make as much money as they uh they wouldn't make as much money as they, as they have. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, it's like, um, or for example, um, I feel that Captain Marvel, which um, to the point had to deal with everything from people um, review bombing it to people writing, uh, writing thousand hundred thousands hundred thousands of signatures for a petition to, to ban the movie outright and stuff like that. If if Captain Marvel had to rely on a, being a rated R movie, um, outside of the um, outside of the the support of people who just wanted to see the Captain Marvel movie, I don't think it would have done the same numbers it would have done as a PG thirteen movie.
0: I guess that's fair, but um, keep in mind too, with Captain Marvel, there was a whole. I won't say feminist, but there was a good feminist movie. I'm not movie movement behind Captain Marvel to kind of push the Captain Marvel movie. I don't know if you remember that, but there was a lot of uh, women like like like, the same like like uh, with Black Panther. You know, they were all about like, hey, we finally got our movie. Let's let's push it like black panther got pushed by black people let's let's push uh captain marvel and there was that huge bump and of course that put it over in the billion dollar you know market i don't know why those same people aren't pushing birds to Prey, but that's they, the screen, they were there that's the though. Thing, though like there is a lot
4: of that sort of there is a, a lot of sort of movement and that sort of push for birds of Prey on social media like there's a lot of feminists uh behind it there are a lot of um there's a lot of uh, people who love the fact that it has a diverse cast. Um, there's a lot of people who who especially love the fact that they decided to make a black canary black in the uh, the movie. So there was been there's a ton of people who have been pushing it. Like uh, if you even go and hashtag it in now, you'll see you'll see that a uh, you'll see a lot of people still pushing it. Some people talking about they're going to see it as, see it for a third time. So it's like when I see I see the same sort of uh you're right it's not it's not nowhere it's nowhere near the same amount of movement that it was for the push for captain marvel but at the same time i still do see a lot of people actually pushing for it on different um social media platforms so that's why i feel i i feel that i do feel that if you take that same sort of um if you take that same sort of praise but you add like a 13 year old to a 13 year old to to the seventeen-year-old uh, girls as well, and add um, and add uh, people people who can actually take their kids to see it. I think uh, I I personally think Birds of Prey would have made probably about three times the amount it, it made for opening weekend.
0: Okay, I'm going to say one last thing. I always I've often said on the show I hated the trailer. I feel more confident. And buying a ticket for births of Prey after hearing a lot of the positive reviews than I did beforehand. We already know what your opinion was on it beforehand, Two Beards. So I'm going to go just mainly to Roku. Roku. After hearing all the positive reviews for it, are you going to go actually see Burst of Prey in the movie theater? Um, I'd like to. I mean,
1: I was I was kind of uh, sold on it um, when we first went over it when I was last on. So I would like hearing all of the positive reviews, I'm I'm even more inclined to what kind of want to go see it.
0: Cool, and we already know, two beers. You're going to go see it with the wife. We 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 already know that, so that's why I didn't really uh, address that yet to you. <laughs> Nothing against you. I just we just know that you know you're 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 going to go see it. So um, all right. So let's go into our next move. Our uh, next thing, which is. Basically, Sam Raimi has been uh, rumored, or at least they've been talking to Sam Raimi in terms of directing the new Doctor Strange 2 movie. This is an exclusive that came out of Variety. I'm going to go with you first, Um, Roku. What do you think about Sam Raimi, the man who did Evil Dead and Spider-Man first fireman trilogies uh directing yeah dr strange too Um, (laughs) wow i'm be
1: very honest i'm scared and not in a good way (laughs) (laughs) like this is like this was like dr strange the first doctor strange you know the director who was behind it was known for like you know thrillers and stuff like it's like sam raimi i'm like I don't know. Like I I mean yeah, Spider-Man 2 was was good. I mean no uh, Spider-Man himself in the movie was great. I can't necessarily say the whole movie was great, but so Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 was great, but I don't know <laughs> if I can <laughs> say um I have that kind of faith in Sam Raimi to not mess this up. I mean it's it's this this is a yeah. I mean, Marvel's Marvel right now is in a very delicate spot. Yep, and they need to be really choosing wisely who they have direct in these films. And I think this might be them. This might be their Thor two all over again. Like they might be getting ready to drop the ball on this one and mm. wow, get up with somebody else. <laughs> all right, two beards. Your take on this?
4: Um, I think that Raimi will give Feige exactly what he wants. Like, um, okay, so, so like, uh, elaborate once, uh, Feige, Feige is okay with adding a horror spec, a horror aspect to, um, a horror aspect to, uh, Doctor Strange 2. But the type of horror he's looking for is the type of uh, horror that's found in movies like, uh, Poltergeist, um, the scene from, uh, Indiana Jones when the Nazis' face melt off like that type of goofy horror um that will uh goofy horror that that may actually seem scary to you when you are uh, when you're a kid but not as much as an adult like uh like the like i am um, a I'm a long-time horror fan. I've seen tons of horror movies. I grew up on them. So like uh if you're if you were to go back and watch the evil dead movies now as an adult, you're probably going to laugh through the whole thing but if you went back and looked at them back in the day with the the chanting the reading of the uh the necro oh yeah uh, necronomicon yeah, necro- yeah and like uh even the scene like the the eyeballs popping out of heads and when the one transfer- transformed into the possessed um the possessed like a uh, woman that, that they had to oh, keep yeah. locked in the basement that's just that's very scary as a kid so it's like um so like um us being much older it's not going to affect us in the same way we'll probably be entertained by it but we won't be scared by it but um i think uh as far as a f- the the pg-13 um family-friendly scare that Foggy, do i think sammy Rem- sam raimi will be able to bring that now i do share you this fear on whether or not outside of those type of moments will the whole movie be good like uh will it will it make you think will like the uh will the magic aspects of it be done well will um he present the uh, the world of doctor strange in uh, an incredible way like uh past the um scare and goof gag so i am a little worried on that aspect but um Raimi's a, he's 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 a veteran he knows what he's doing i think he'll i think he'll pull it off if he if he gets the if he gets the uh position
0: okay my so with introducing this topic you can kind of hear that I was uh, little, yeah woo. yeah I didn't really like it <laughs> and and the main reason is this I don't I don't dislike Ramy right I mm. enjoy Ramy's movies and that's in terms of what you were talking about with Evil Dead you're correct I think the new Evil Dead remake that came out was a lot scarier <laughs> than anything mm. that uh, Ramy did. And I agree with you. I think Raimi will give uh, Feige what he wants, which then brings me to believe now that Scott Derrickson was probably let go because he really wanted a horror, a real true horror movie. And they were like, nah, we're not going to do that. (laughs) Not in this Uh, sense.
4: I believe that's exactly what it was. I think he really wanted to push the, uh, the uh, The the boundaries of what he could do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Under that... uh, like um, like
0: go really hardcore scary with it. Yeah, Feige like a... wants gremlins. <laughs> that's what he wants. He wants like gremlins, like style horror out of his movies. I mean, that's fine. You know, he's that's if that's what he wants, you know, that's what it is. I'm just sad because I thought Scott Derrickson yep. did a hell of a job with the first one. Yep. there was uh, uh, go go somebody put a OK, while you're getting your mic fixed, I'll <laughs> I'll continue. Uh, Matt, go and... go <laughs> You know, yeah you're breaking up dude you want to have to, to log out or log back in but um the the problem I have with Raimi is a lot of Raimi's movies are very very campy like supreme campiness right and I know comic book movies are campy right <laughs> as my brother would say would say you you have a talking squirrel and a purple guy. That I mean, that's 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 pretty campy <laughs> in the movie theater. But yeah. uh, but but his style of movies is super campy, right? I don't I don't want to go back to like '90s, early 2000s superheroes campiness in terms of uh, movies, right? Marvel mm. movies they they have a campiness, but they also have a a nice flow to them. You know, it's it's kind of hard to, you know, describe. Like, if you want to say the most campy, like, Marvel movie, you would probably say, like, Ant-Man, right? That would probably be the most campiest, uh Marvel movie that you have. And I I don't... I'm just afraid to see what this is going to be. I, I think there's better directors out there, but if they go with Sam Raimi, I got to have faith that, you know, Feige knows what he's doing and, and, and the movie's going to turn out good, but... I, I don't like this pick at all. Uh, what was your? What were you going to say originally? Two beers before you started, you know, cutting out. I uh, don't
4: even remember. I was going to ask you guys if you ever did. Either of you ever watch uh, Drag Me to Hell?
0: No, I heard that was no. one of his. But I, I, yeah. I remember the trailer for it. It was the one with the apple guy in and, and, and this girl. Yeah, yeah, I remember it, but I never seen it. Can we play clips on here with no problem? Uh, I'll play the clip. I'll just take it out when we do the post editing. That okay, thing. so yeah, I'm gonna send you a clip right now, which
4: is basically the ending of it, and like a uh, spoiler.
0: Some...
4: Yeah, I mean it's 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 a super old movie. If they haven't seen it yet, then you know the, okay. uh, the expiration's up on that spoiler. Okay. Hey, hey! Oh God! <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> line bitch Actually, okay. <laughs> <X-ray. laughs> oh goodness gracious wow thank you sir no problem thank you thank you thank you uh, i hope that uh <laughs> i hope that
4: it gave you uh gave you confidence in ramy taking over the reins <laughs>
0: All right. So we, 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 yeah. So we're, we're, we're going on time. So I want to skip past uh, two of the topics that we had originally for this just to make up a little bit more time. Um, Real quick, um, TV suggestions. We will go with this. TV show suggestions. I'm going to start with for YouTubers. Do you have a TV show you want to suggest to our audience that you might Uh, have saw that Um, you want uh, others to take a look at?
4: Yeah. I, um, I like to recommend the the Watchmen. The last episode's a little janky, but other than that, it's a very solid series. Um, it it um, normally comic book comic book adaptations of uh, Moore's work outside of *V for Vendetta* they normally um, aren't that good, but uh, you can tell that this person really knows Moore's work inside and out, and it's a very faithful adaption adaption that actually expands upon the lore and tells its own story, and um, it also tells some great things about black history from people who, who never learned about, uh, people like Lance, uh, uh, Lance Bass. So it's like, it's, uh, I'm excuse me, Bass Reeves. Good Lord. Um, so I think that, um, I
0: was about to say, dude, that's,
4: yeah. Yeah. So people who never learned about, uh, Bass Reeves, like there's, um, they, they talk about the whole, um, the, the Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma um, burning down the black wall street it's very very well done so i recommend that and currently i just started watching um uh hbo's the outsider um it's very intriguing um without giving too much away first episode uh basically it's about a mur- it's a murder and the suspect of the murder is all of- the suspect of the murder is uh is shown by video footage to be in two places at once like in town the in town the night of the murder were multiple witnesses and at the same time 70 miles away from the actual murder so now you're going through the whole mystery of uh how can like like is is, is the guy that they arrested is is he really the murderer and if he is how can he be at two places at once so it's very intriguing so
1: far all right roku uh, when it comes down to t v shows i'm I'm not the one on that one <clears throat> I actually haven't really been uh watching too much t v as of late so when it comes down to interesting shows i am i'm tapped out on that one <laughs>
0: there's not a show that you've seen that you would recommend others to watch not one no
1: believe it or not like i've i actually spent way too much time away from my <laughs> ah, okay, <no> problem. <laughs> But, which means I really feel like I'm probably missing out on some good stuff right about now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh.
0: So for my one show I want to recommend which is a weird choice is Netflix the Messiah and I recommend this show because I think the show is well done uh, in terms of of the audience of giving you both sides of the coins of whether or not this guy is the second coming of jesus or he's a con artist and they give you enough belief on both sides for you basically to argue each point and i think the show was pretty well done i thought the characters were uh, pretty interesting, and um the writing was pretty good so i can't wait to see the second season of it i know a lot of people were crying oh god they're they're, they're shitting on my religion but yeah. i think uh it was uh it was, you have had to open the mind it's a good show right so that was yeah. my uh that's my choice is the Messiah. They crafted, yeah. they crafted very, very
4: well. Yes. Uh, especially the whole aspect of every time they do something to make you think that he may possibly be uh, a prophet or the messiah, then they they throw something else down the line that make you they make you think that oh no, he's he's a con man. So they yep. they do they play the they play a, a, a good um uh, I'll use cat and mouse for lack of better term. Of um, leading you around with the story on thinking which which he could possibly be.
0: Yep. And real quickly, we're going to go before we go to our uh, wow, we're going to go to our topic five, which we dubbed a me too. So let's start off with Mr. Terry Terry, Terry Cruz. Craig Cruz was in the media beforehand and uh, basically the one thing that Terry Cruz probably needs to do is stop typing certain things. It's fine to have an opinion, but uh, some of the, when you say certain things, you're going to get people, of course, who are going to come back to you, right? So Terry Crews was in there before talking about how the only uh, woman he needs to be able to please is, is his wife. F his mom, F his daughter. They have men oh, yeah. that need to <laughs> like, basically don't. please, to please <laughs> them, you know? It's like weird. But um, the, the, the main thing, though, the reason why a lot of this came up was because... Gabrielle Union was fired from uh, America's Got Talent. She started citing racism and other things with the staff behind closed doors. NBC opened up an investigation for it. And when when uh, I think it was Good Morning America or another station asked Terry Crews about it, he stated, hey, from a from a female perspective he can't speak on it but from a racist uh racism uh perspective he stated basically he didn't see anything and then he went on with the whole when people were like hey why don't you have her back he went on with the whole hey man you know i only woman i gotta please which i understand what he was trying to say what he was trying to come out but he should have probably thought out the tweet more before he typed it he was upset but um Look, we'll take a real quick at some of the tweets that he just wrote back. In terms of it, he says, I told Kevin Hart a while ago he needed to acknowledge the pain of other people. Right now, I have to do the same thing. I want to apologize for the comments I made. I realized there was a lot of black women hurt and let down by what I said and also by what I didn't say. Uh, then he went on to say, I hear you. I respect you and understand you. I am sorry. I am here to support you. I spoke from my own personal point of view without first taking into consideration somebody else's experience. Um, I allowed my I allowed disrespectful comments directed at me and my family to cause me to react angrily instead of responding thoughtfully. This certainly caused him more harm, and it is my hope that I can amend any pain I have caused to those who were not hurt by my own words. So. I want to go off. Start off with YouTube ears. So what did you uh, think about this whole fiasco with uh, Terry Crews, uh, Gabrielle Yun, and uh, America's Got Talent? I um, it's it's very interesting because it's like the more and more I think on it,
4: like um, like um, as much as I like Crews, I I almost feel that this is almost a sort of reverse uh, Oprah situation. Like I've never I've never okay. actually seen I've never actually seen. Um, um, Cruz do anything that made me think that he wouldn't take up um, for the uh, the plight of uh, black women or anything like that, but it was it was weird. Like when I first heard about this, I was just like, oh, he just worded himself incorrectly. Like that's what I thought too. Like, uh, yeah, that's the same thing I thought. I was just like, oh, it's like he should have just. It's like um, if it's one of those things where he just couldn't like keep his mouth shut about the whole thing. Like he could have simply said like um, like um, I feel bad for my sister, but that's just not the that's not the experience I had there, and just keep it moving then it's like I saw the yep. clip and he went in he was just like this is the most diverse place I've ever worked at and blah 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 and it was they're, they're, they're amazing the people of color and I'm like damn dog
0: <laughs> yeah people said that he like, put on a cape yeah. for them
4: yeah good lord did he put the cape on <laughs> I'm like damn like he, he went he went full in and I'm like dog they didn't even ask all that like shit like, uh, <laughs> gotta secured that check yeah, so it's like that kind of freaked me out that he went that far and deep into it. And like, you know, and I think when people actually brought it to his attention that when he um when he had his own me too moment, uh when the the dude grabbed his uh his junk at the party or whatever like that. Like um when everybody was calling him a a chump or like uh talking about um testing the uh his manhood, basically saying that you let this guy grab you and you didn't like basically like punch him or like defend yourself. Like uh Gabrielle, she's one of the main people who stepped up for him and speaking out about this sort of thing and how like like uh everything isn't as easy as you think it is, like like especially like uh imag- like basically imagining like um a big black dude of uh Terry's uh build and stature like beating the fuck out of um like uh, some small uh exec who grabbed his his shit at a party. That's not gonna print well in the media. That's not gonna. That's not gonna um, look well when the police show up, no matter what the situation is that you uh that you painted out to be. Like yeah, his career will you be gonna say yeah yeah. He's like oh, I assaulted some I um I literally assaulted somebody because they grabbed my nuts. They're gonna be like so you beat you beat the shit out of this man to within an inch of his life because he grabbed your dick. So like um, it's not gonna look well. So it's he he did the smart thing by like uh like shoving it off him and, and um going the other way but the the whole i think when people brought that to his attention that hey she defended you on that front then he uh he doubled down and then he went toxic by the whole i don't have to please anybody who um except my uh i don't have to please my my mother my daughters anything like that just my uh my my uh my wife is the only one that uh that i that I have to to um, my wife is the only one that I have to account for, so yeah, I think that made him look even um, worse in that light the way that he he reacted to the to those uh those criticisms of him but uh, the apology came out the apology was okay but i i really I really was not expecting that sort of response from him or from the uh the first part of it though. Very, very uh, unCruise like for me so far. From when I
0: had always uh, yeah. uh, felt I felt I had uh, gotten from Cruise uh, media West. So before I go to Roku, I want to read what he stated. and I have this all in chat. It says, uh, "At its Gabrielle, I want you to know I was. It was never my intention to invalidate your experience, but that is what I did. I apologize. You have been through a lot in this business, and with." that I empathize with the struggle towards fairness and equality in the workspace. You are a role model to the entire black community and, in and in my desire to be professional and neutral as your coworker, I should have been at the very least understood. You just needed my support. So uh, go ahead, Roku. What do you think about uh, Terry Cruz's uh, response? Basically to Gabrielle and this whole situation entirely.
1: Um,
0: all
1: right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the hard one out the way first. Well, I'll we'll go ahead and get, go ahead and get the, the ignorant comment out the way first. <laughs> he showed himself to be a very good dog. They didn't even have to throw him around oh, for him. <laughs> Yo, you white knighted. You white knighted. <laughs> go ahead. He's like, it's like they didn't even have to throw him a bone for him to stand up for for for, for that network like that. But um, <laughs> I mean, but uh let's I will say, this is one of those moments where he should have stayed on code. Like, okay, so he doesn't he acknowledged he didn't understand what it's like to be a black woman in that situation. Cool, I wouldn't expect him to. But when he discredited her, you know, on the whole, well, I didn't have any experience on the race level. Well, you're a black man, she's a black woman. Exactly. You might not get that, but she very well could. So it's one of those moments where it's like just, just keep your mouth shut. Just, it's like, just yep, like, I mean, man. stand up for it. It's like, look, I can't say whether she did or didn't, but if she did, I'm here mm-hmm. for her. If she didn't, I'm still here for her. It, it no, is. And he could, no. he could have said that, and that'd have been gold. <laughs> how, you know I mean? how fucking yep. hard is that? <laughs> <laughs> either way, <laughs> hey.
4: yo, either, yo. either way, there's no yeah. way this clip would ever reach Terry Crews, but. If you're looking for PR, Ru, uh, Ru, the guy has you. Sleep. He 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 actually will will uh, crank out better responses than you
0: have. Sign <laughs> this man before you open your fucking mouth next time. Oh man, I remember. I remember that was one of my ideas way back when was to make a uh, a company that would look at tweets. So whenever you send out a tweet, it will have to go through our company first and then it would be published to Twitter so that we could uh, correct it. That was one of the uh, businesses that I wanted to come up with. Would <laughs> have helped um, him. Would you hear him? me. Yeah, I can hear you.
4: You're breaking up a little bit.
0: Agate. Okay. <laughs> so, um, hmm. go ahead, Roku. I, I was going to say, it's
1: just, I mean, for him to, for him to just have that kind of a reaction is like, it's, It's one of those things where I've become more sensitive to a lot of the the things that I'm seeing when it comes down to especially black women um, and how they feel as though like black men ain't worth nothing. And I said it exactly that way for a reason, because the vocal minority tend to be the only thing that they hear. So like with Terry Crews doing that, it's like, dude, you you just you, you didn't help anything, dude. <laughs> you really did not help anything. Like you you created a bigger problem. You just stacked yeah. onto
2: it. Yeah.
1: It's like so it's it's one of those things where it's like, come on, man, you, you gotta be smarter than that. Like
4: Yeah, that you was like be a, smarter than that. That was like a Stephen A. Smith response. If somebody says something bad about the NFL. Like, like Stephen A. will like, like he'll he'll jump out in front of the people throwing rocks and everything like
2: that Like, how dare you? Like I will protect yeah. the NFL at all costs. Oh
4: yeah,
1: oh yeah. Like, good lord, Terry. i it's just disappointed. I'm very disappointed. Same. I mean, man. That, that apology is is, I'm, as far as I'm, I'm sorry, like that, like I, I, that apology is horrible. I, I, yeah. It it seems like he only said it because he needed to say it because he he started getting checked. That's honestly what it comes down to. People started to check him and he had to take him recant and and backtrack on that because that's... And I'm
4: pretty sure his wife smacked him in the back of the
0: head too when he got home. Possibly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I think I think Dwayne Wade's response to someone please take Terry Cruz's phone was the best response oh, yes. that was, that was at, the time, at the time. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know how true it is or what's going to come out of this um, uh, America's Got Talent uh, study. But at least from what I was hearing, like Gabrielle was talking, it wasn't just even her experiences, right? She was talking about a lot of the people that work there, whether they're doing hair, makeup, the way they're being treated, she was talking about Simon Cowell, like smoking in buildings where you shouldn't be smoking in. And it's a lot of stuff that he could have commented on outside of that. And he just didn't. And I don't know. Like, for instance, she was commenting on what hairstyles she could wear because certain hairstyles weren't were too black. Right. That's something even if you heard that, it's something even from his stance, he can't really say because he's a bald black guy. You know, and I know a lot of, I know Howard Stearns came out and said some shit about how it's a boys club and this, that, and the other. I To to jump with what you said, I think that initially when Terry Crews was asked uh, the question, I think his response should have just been better. He shouldn't be like, I'm. I back her up with all the allegations and things that's happening. If she needs help or she needs anything, she could call on me. But from my standpoint, I didn't experience what, you know, some of the stuff that she's stating. And that's all he had to say.
1: And that literally could have been it.
0: Yeah. And he <laughs> moved on and moved on. He would have kept them happy and he would have did what he needed to do. But he would have make sure that was checks kept coming. So he's like, man, I don't see shit, man. They were good. Man. You know, you know how much money they give me. They feed me every damn day. Yo, 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 that black man. He, he, they, they saw a black guy on the streets and they gave him, they gave, they gave him a big paycheck. I don't know what she talking about. I got them cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> all the <laughs> while smelling like gold
1: spice. <laughs> so, I Can agree. play
0: Crackdown 3? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, oh, she, I mean, man. she was commenting on, like, judging and all that stuff. And this is stuff that Terry, a lot of the stuff, Terry has no say in or he wouldn't even be a part of, Right. judges portion as opposed to him it's a lot of different little things in there but i don't know what's going to come of it you know but i'm glad that he kind of went full circle and um i hope in the future he's a little bit more mindful you know when you're a celebrity twitter is huge man you gotta watch whatever you say because there's no erasing it and whatever you write you, you stick bite right by it. And I know people are going to come to me and be like, oh, my God, you're just taking it. It's like, no, I'm saying that the man made a bad comment. He understands he made a bad comment. He fixed it. Hopefully, you know, he does a little bit better. I'm not, you know, for or against what he's. I I think for the most part, a lot of this stuff was dumb. But the whole, you know, only woman you have to support. I was like, come on, Terry. At that point, you're you're that's the dumbest comment on and on Twitter as of right now. Why, why are you even he- saying that?
1: You know what, though, like to kind of touch on something that beers said, I was like, I am kind of curious, that, like, what are the chances that Terry Crews just so happened to be the person that they threw out there to comment on this after the whole Gabrielle Union situation just to kind of touch on that whole like that whole reverse Oprah thing? It's like, it mm-hmm. kind of, it's like, what are the chances? Yeah. He did go super hard in the paint,
4: man. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, it's, than he it's had like, to, yeah. He's like, if it's like too, yo, yeah. want to keep your hosting job? We got talking points. You need to get these out there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I did good, didn't I? I hit them all. I hit them all. <laughs> I can see them dancing, like, oh yeah, ooh. I hit all those, all those talking points. <laughs> Yeah, do so. All the hoops. Yeah, all the hoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh, man. Yeah, we Ooh, could do man. Terry. Well, I still love you, Terry, man. But yeah, you, you got to do better. Same man. here, but that was
4: hella disappointing, dog.
0: Yeah, yeah. It definitely was. Yep, yep. All right. So the next one we're going to go to, which is uh, very interesting. So this is, we're, we're going to go down to Me Too movement, right? And um, one of the uh, concerns that one of our listeners uh, always brought up was, oh, you guys always take the woman's sides and this, that, and the other. And that's not true when it comes to it, right? We make comments based on the facts that are given at that time, right? So at that time, he wanted to jump on page for something that happened three years ago. And we're like, well, that happened three years ago. We're talking about the comment, you know, Triple H is making. is. When Amber Heard and freaking Johnny Depp came out, I didn't take any sides to it, but it came out that this woman was sending this dude up, right? (laughs) It came out pretty early, even though a lot of Hollywood and everybody jumped towards uh, Amber Heard's side, even though Johnny Depp was showing pictures of him being abused and all this other stuff. Everybody in Hollywood jumped towards Amber Heard's side, right? So let's let's play a little bit of the video where Amber Heard is actually talking about how, yeah, she physically abused uh uh Johnny Depp in their relationship. You
3: called me a liar and yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I watched you lie. You
3: Called me a liar? I
0: watched you lie. I You're heard f- it. I was f- 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 there. there's no
3: what you still haven't told me what lie it is. We'll talk but yet every single we'll time talk You know you Chavez. do this every single
2: we'll time. Talk to I'm
3: not talking to nobody no that you go I don't care I really could care less it's you every single time you latch on to some sort of thing when I already told you I don't know what you're talking about you don't even know what you're talking about you still haven't even told me what it is but run with it you I have told you what it is no you haven't
2: I said to Travis I said good. no I said to you hey tell Travis good. what just happened you oh, told me to
3: do it you yeah. told me to. You said, "Go do that."
2: I said, "No, t- tell them what just happened." And I lied. And that you punched me in the <laughs> thing, and you, you st- figured in it the off. face, and you said, "No, f- no I didn't." What the f- are you talking about? And I, I watched you lie. You. And then I didn't I s- punch you. And then By I the way,
3: d- you. I'm sorry that I didn't uh, you uh, uh, punch hit me. you across the face in a proper slap. But I was hitting you. It was not punching you. But you're not punched.
2: Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You, you, you know, you,
3: even a lot of fights been around a long time. I know. I know. No, when you
2: have a closed fist.
3: Get punched. you got not hit. I'm sorry, I hit you like
0: this, but I did not punch you. I did not. All right, so we're going to stop that. So she's literally talking about. He's like, dude, you punched me. She's like, no, I didn't punch you. I hit you with a closed fist. I'm sorry that I didn't properly slap you. So anyway, I think the main thing that I want to go on this is that when this first came out, everybody slammed Johnny Depp. He was losing roles, all this stuff. And they praised Amber Heard and her fight and everybody backed her. And now that a lot of this stuff is starting to come out, you know, a year later, that she was very aggressive in their relationship. Not putting anything away from what Johnny Depp might have did, but she was very aggressive in their relationship. Nobody wants to say anything or jump on to help uh, Johnny Depp or remove any movies from Amber Heard. You know, it's like, oh yeah, we're we're not going to talk about this. So I wanted to bring this up and get some comments. I'm going to start with YouTube. What do you think about this uh, new uh, information of Amber Heard being very physical with uh, Johnny Depp in their relationship? When they first, um when, when all the allegations was first made, there was a lot of, um,
4: there was a lot of information that came out that that even at that time made it look like the, a lot of the stuff wasn't true, and when they when uh the, the only video that they had that was supposed to be proof of uh Depp being abusive is him uh them in an argument and him getting mad and throwing a uh a wine bottle at the wall, and I'm just like there's so many people out there who throw stuff and break stuff when they get mad and people who punch. Uh, holes and walls and things of that nature like he didn't actually i didn't see him actually committing physical abuse i just saw him losing his temper so it was like i i didn't have any uh i didn't have any real judgment on it at the time just like you i'm like all right we'll just wait and see what the facts are I, i've never been a fan of the whole um <clears throat> um i'm all for the whole uh believe uh women if they tell you that something is wrong but i'm i'm also like uh if there's an allegation like it's i still believe in the whole guilty and i mean innocent until proven guilty not the other way around so like uh it really bothered me that he was losing all these roles and people were burying him and throwing him under the bus when it was just all oh, just allegations so now um so now that this thing is uh so now that this has come out like that makes it even look uh, worse on her part and it also makes it look um bad on all the people who decided to, um, to bury him and condemn him without that without any evidence because all it took was just an allegation. Like, uh, personal story, but a, a good friend that I grew up with uh, when we were younger was actually um, blamed for rape. The night they came and took him, we were all out playing on the uh, playground, playing in the playground and um, they went ahead and locked the guy they locked him up the thing that was crazy about it was, um, of course, because we're, we're all poor at this time, he, um, he couldn't afford a lawyer. So it was like they gave him a public defender. Public defender was flat out was like, plead guilty. And he's like, but I didn't do it. And he's like, doesn't matter. Plead guilty. And then even when the case came up, the public defender actually said uh, our client pleads guilty. And thankfully, the judge was, like, judge was like, is that is that what you chose? And he was like, no, that's not what I chose. So. We, um, we went around, um, and the church that I was a part of at the time, uh, gathered up money and bought him a real lawyer. And this is how quickly the case was dismissed, because the real lawyer actually was like, why was there, why was there no, um, rape kit done? Did you check her for this, this, that? Did you check, uh, check anything for DNA? And so then it's like, um, once, uh, not only did you find out that the, the girl that blamed him rape was still a, um, was still a virgin none of his dna was anywhere near her in any um any anywhere, anywhere shape or form and then after after a while she eventually admitted that she uh, she basically she made it up and she made it up because she she made it up of, of the stupidest reason I, i'm not going to go too far into it but like the, that's one of the whole thing and one of the things that's really horrible about this sort of thing um, the whole um a whole allegation sort of thing that even when you're proven to be innocent that shit carries you around forever like this is something that happened when i was a teenager but still now as a um, as a much much older man most of the people still think that he raped that girl when he didn't and this is even with um multiple witnesses at the time um didn't help much more that he's a uh, that uh, his skin color didn't help it much more but this is even at the time when multiple witnesses actually all can attend to where he was at at the time when the, uh, the girl said that, um, uh, that said that, that, uh, he raped her. So, that's one of the dangerous things about, yes, I will 1,000% say if, uh, if somebody comes to you, no matter if it's a woman or a man, um, um, uh, no matter what, like, basically, if they say something happened to them, believe them, take it seriously, but, there are protocols, there are rules to follow, there are uh, investigations that have to be taking place. You shouldn't automatically um paint either side as being a guilty or a liar until all the facts are like brought out before you.
1: All right. Uh Roku <clears throat> Um When the story first came out, I was I'm very much one of those types that's like, you know what, I'm not in that house. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's all just he said, she said. Yep. Until somebody goes to court, not my problem. Um, and even when it does, it's still not my problem. <laughs> but <laughs> in this situation, we got tapes. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> and and um, Vera is apparently beating the hell out of Jack Sparrow. So, you know, that's... actually.
4: Like, I'm sorry. But domestic violence isn't funny, but that was funny. <laughs> I mean you just said that's that's
1: for, you know like look i mean i could say it i could say this another way but that's essentially still just one more black eye for hashtag me too so it's, it's not good
0: it's wow. not
1: good at all um yeah go ahead continue i'm I mean, sorry you, no i mean you have your fair share of, of situations you know where things can be very bad like i mean much like two beers i i know of a situation which was um not necessarily a I'm very much. Well, in this case, it would be a domestic violence situation. And, oh, it was 100 <laughs> exactly percent exactly what it was. <clears throat> I'm not going to say, you know, it wasn't caused, you know, was a little bit on the other side, because I, you know, when I found out, this, you know, everything that was going on and everything that happened and, and the things that went into what caused those incidents to happen. Um, for an experience that I know of I'm like yeah I see why it it's kind of like that whole Bill Burr thing where it's like you still shouldn't do it but I can understand the reason why you did it kind of thing like you know you can't say there's never a reason like I get it but it's like it's still not cool and in this case this is the reverse it's it's it very much seems like you know we don't know why she's hyper aggressive Mm. but today she's the one that's coming across as being the hyper aggressive justice for johnny the same way you know, <laughs> <and this laughs> is, you know let's, let's drop her from aquaman 2 and let's, like, you know, i mean look i mean look if, we, if, we, if we're talking about you know if we're talking about dropping him for the new You're harry potter keep, video keep or the, same, keep the same, yes, keep that same heat keep that same yeah. heat no i agree the other way i agree <clears throat> Let's turn that other let's turn that other eye on the stove on
0: it. <laughs> I agree. I definitely do. And and so the video, you know, she admits to it. I don't think she was like punching him, but he had pictures of where he he showed I guess abuse you could say. My my issue was that Johnny My issue is that everybody's quick to cancel, so anytime an allegation comes up. Everybody wants to, uh, start firing people and put people on notice. And you, you can't do that, right? You, you got to hear both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Overall, they just were toxic for each other. And, um, yep. Johnny Depp needs to stop, needs to leave these young women alone. And he really needs to stop messing with these young women. Yep. <laughs> but, um, jokes aside though, um... I do kind of feel bad for both of them in this situation, but I don't even know if this is even real. I don't know if they were both just setting each other up by filming each other recording. Because after the, after the... After he start recording, I don't know, maybe he was punching in the face. I have no clue. You know, I don't know what's going on in that household. He may just be mm-hmm. recording it just so that he, you know, he have something to play on his back of something, you know? I don't know. People are, are shady, but for both of them though, no. they're both horrible, and this goes to show you that... We we shouldn't be just canceling everybody just because you hear an allegation. Let's let's listen to both sides. They they're both horrible for each other.
4: Yeah, again, that's a that's an extremely toxic relationship if I've ever heard one.
0: Oh yeah, and it's I don't mean to laugh, but like listen to Johnny Depp and that thing it was like he's like. I did not hit you. It's, it just took me to Tommy Whistle from the room. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. That's at least, that's like how he sounded. I didn't hit you, Amber. You punched me, Amber. You sounded like a, I got a drunk beetle off of him. Yeah like I really expect yeah. him to like to Pull out the bass And start singing the song
2: After a while
0: <laughs> Like seriously like, He sounded hey. like He sounded like Tommy Wiseau man It was like What, what am I listening to You did I told He's you to go stuff. see uh... Go ahead
1: Go ahead Roku he needs to get himself a nice older Angelina Jolie and leave these young shit <laughs> <laughs> and, yep. and, and just to stop. I mean, like if he wants to be Captain Jack Sparrow and be Captain Jack Sparrow speed, that's pretty much what it comes down to.
0: <laughs> Angelina Jolie is open. She did divorce Brad and she's looking for somebody that will be with her so she could adopt more babies from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. All right, let's 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 move over to our our wow. So, so originally, originally we were going to do a, a Florida man story, but uh the Super Bowl happened and I figured it was just best to uh to look at this this fine gentleman here. So, uh this, we're going to look at this video. And this video I stated um is for right-wing watch. This video is presented for educated purposes and may contain language that's offensive and not appropriate for some viewers. We do not endorse the views of this group and we that we report on. All right, let's listen.
2: I think we ought to sue. Sir, what do you mean? I think we ought to sue. That's what I think. Hey folks, were there any warnings before that Super Bowl halftime show? Would that, would that halftime show, would that have been rated PG? Were there any warnings that your 12-year-old young son, whose hormones are just getting ready, just starting to operate, was there any warning that he, that what he's going to see, might cause him to get sexually excited? So I think we ought to go sit down in the courtroom and present this as evidence, and how the the whoever is. Keeping me from getting into the kingdom of heaven. Could I go into a courtroom and say, viewing what you put on that screen, put me in danger of hellfire. Could the court say, Roger, could the court say, that's that doesn't apply here? That doesn't apply here? Because pornography, the right to porn overrides your right to watch it? Yeah, but you didn't tell me I was going to watch it. You just brought it into my living room. You didn't tell me. You didn't tell me there were going to be crop shots. You said, "Well, you should know better. You should know better because it's J Lo and whoever that was. You should know she's an expert in crop shots. You already know that, no? I, I, my eyes. I didn't know that about it. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. I'm like, Why don't we sue? Is it not discriminatory for me to say Sorry, I love we're watching we're... the NFL? Wait, 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 wait. I want to watch the Super Bowl, but I don't want to watch mm-hmm. that." if they bring that into my house is that not discriminatory roger what do you think is there an attorney out there say huh huh that's discriminatory against the values i have in my house you can't just do that they won't they won't even let you talk about homos on facebook <laughs>
0: I'm <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So this is for those who are listening. This is Coach Dave, who's supposed to be a priest. He's supposed to be a priest. And um, he's very upset with the halftime show with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez by what they were wearing, how they were dancing. And he wants to sue the NFL because, yeah, as you heard, they brought – that into his into his house now the moment they started doing it i asked the question of why didn't you change the channel Mm -hmm. why did you sit there and watch Mm -hmm, the whole thing and not change the Mm -hmm. channel that's all i asked because as soon as you saw them come out and the way they were dressed, you said oh no click and go to the next channel it would have been simple Go ahead, uh, Mr. Roku. What do you feel about Mr. Uh, Coach Dave and his tirade and his wanting to sue the NFL because of crotch shots? I think Ned Flanders over here is tripping.
1: <laughs> um, like look, like you said, it's like it, it, he uh, look he knew the halftime show would have been over in 15 minutes. He literally could have as soon as it started. Put set the timer, and 15 minutes later, turned it back. <laughs> so, like, but, but he didn't, which means he wanted to see some ass shaking, just like everybody. Else. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <be the> <laughs> so, what should that be in the case? <laughs> um, yeah, his 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 quote unquote lawsuit wouldn't go anywhere. See, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's stopping right there at the door. <laughs> Two
4: Beards, oh, that's too good. <laughs> this dude is wilding, man. <laughs> Go ahead, two beards, it's all on you. Uh, like I said, this guy's wilding, man. Not only is it a um, as uh, Roku uh brought up, it's a it's a half ass lawsuit that's not going anywhere. Um, uh, and as uh, Tyler the creator once said about cyberbullying, where he's like, I don't understand, just close your eyes or turn away from the computer. <laughs> it's the same thing. Oh, <laughs>
2: Y'all.
4: <laughs> it's like nah it's like um I'm something tells me that you're not a regular something tells me he's not a regular priest Uh, something tells me he's one of those um one of those red state uh priests who hate brown people he probably got hot and bothered and hated mm. himself much more
2: for that
1: as well oh for from the hunchback yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah some
4: Esmeralda fantasies there going on. Wow, where are you going, hun?
2: I'm going to the bathroom. I'm disgusted. <laughs> I'm I'm too. Yeah.
0: Oh I my never. god. Oh my goodness.
4: Are you okay in there, baby? You're making a lot of noise. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. You're funny. You're funny. Anything else, Two beers? Uh, Nah, fuck this dude. (laughs) Okay. 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 I'm pretty sure that's what he wanted
1: from them, you know? Yeah. The crotch shots. (laughs) Like, calm the
0: fuck down, my guy. So
4: here's
0: the thing. Here's the thing I don't understand, right? So last year you had Adam Levine and Maroon 5. Adam Levine who was who was shirtless with a tight ass pants and crotch shots all over the place rocking a guitar and there was no outrage yet for this, right? Then the women go out and then do stuff. This is getting cloned and Chloe, it's like, "Oh my god, my 12-year-old son changed the fucking channel." Channel. <laughs> Look,
1: I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure his 12-year-old son is probably seeing considerably worse on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh,
4: hell yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, hell. Like, it's, it's, it's literally, Susie opens the app.
4: His 12-year-old son can go outside on a hot day and see worse than what he saw. <laughs> like, you can go on a Walmart and see more graphic shit than that. That is
0: true. That is very <laughs> that true. Is very true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> that is very true. Oh, so, man. My goodness. So, I, I think this dude might have rubbed one out, felt guilty, and then he was like, <laughs> all right, I don't want to bring a a lawsuit yeah. to sue these yeah. guys because I'm going <laughs> to hell. Because yeah. you know yeah. Because y'all put Put this stuff in front of me Oh man in I thought brown, this was you pretty funny me. What's that? You tainted me you made me jerk off <laughs> the brown people oh, oh, my god. oh my god This dude was too good This guy oh, was too funny shit. Too oh, funny god. But um, I, I kind of wanted I want to do this story even though we only usually do one I'm going to do this real quick cuz this one was also pretty funny. So let's 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 listen to real quickly a Florida man's story as our last wild of the week. Let's let's go. It's the fear of the unknown right now.
3: From your Cape Coral News team, a mystery package lands on a Cape so, Coral doorstep and the recipient thought someone was sending them the coronavirus. Spoiler alert, that's impossible.
2: As NBC 2's Victoria Reslow found out, The scare was bogus, but the hazmat response was very real.
3: Someone called 911 over a box delivered to their doorstep. The box from China was empty, but still the caller thought it could kill them. Cape Coral Fire Department had to suit up in hazmat gear for the scare. You never know. And a police officer called the Centers for Disease Control while on scene. They were nervous and scared that it was the coronavirus. They called PD, PD called us, we brought the hazmat truck. The CDC told police coronavirus cannot survive within a package, and there's no record of that ever even happening. Stamp right on the box from China. That's why neighbors on Northwest 14th Street like David Cobb. I'm not worried about, you know, touching it say they aren't scared about contaminated cardboard. Cobb even got a package from China today.
2: I didn't think twice about it because I know that I'm not gonna have a problem picking up any bug or anything like that off of a a box that's probably taken, you know, a week or so to get over here.
3: The caller told police they didn't order anything from China, but this empty package was addressed to them specifically. Neighbor Bruce Arnett Sr. does think that's strange.
2: Why would the box be sent to them? Who sent the box? Does it is it really from China? You know, all that.
3: Virus spreads <laughs> through droplets like a cough. So far, the virus has killed more than 420 people in China. But at this time, there are no deaths in the U.S. out of the handful of confirmed cases, none of which are in Florida.
2: I was a Marine to survive Vietnam, and I don't worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. Been- I've already had enough luck. <laughs> but it's very difficult to do send that across in a box. You're not gonna do it, it won't work.
3: In Cape Coral, Victoria Reslow, NBC2. (laughs) A little perspective is in order. While you are hearing
2: some frightening numbers on the coronavirus from China, you are actually much more likely to catch the flu. And human coronavirus is nothing new. There have been strains for years. Something as simple as a Lysol wipe can help kill most of the strains.
0: Holy shit. Florida so a man gets a box as you can tell the firemen were pissed mm-hmm. <laughs> they had to wear hazmat suits yep. to go because <laughs> the guy got an empty box and he thought he had the coronavirus in it I'll go to you Roku what do you think <laughs> about this, <laughs> this Florida man story I'm trying to figure I mean, oh, I guess it makes sense because it's Florida that this
1: guy would think that the coronavirus is gonna jump out of his knockoff Nike's box like a jack in a box. But, you know, I mean it's you know, I mean it's Florida, so I guess anything goes. I mean, you got a talking mouth, so I guess, you know, the the beer virus jumping out of a box is possible too. I don't know. Um it's he yeah, he was he was tripping. it's, it's one of those things where Lack of knowledge <laughs> shows. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. Lack oh of knowledge lord.
1: Really, really
4: <clears throat> Two beards. Yo. The news reporter, the um, the firefighter, his other neighbors, they all had the same look. Like this dumb
2: motherfucker. He called the CDC.
4: Think, this motherfucker thinks somebody sneezed in a box and mailed that shit from China. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the fucking virus was just chilling in the shoebox of all places. <laughs> Wait to hop up on his ass when he opened it up. <laughs> it's like, oh.
2: go out and read a book, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like the oh. fuck, Oh. these firefighters had to dress up
4: in hazmat suits to open up a fucking shoebox
0: an empty shoebox at that an uh, empty shoebox at that and they were pissed oh man worse yeah, were uh.
1: <laughs>
0: you know CDC was pissed too they are like really uh. really uh, I guess we gotta do it protocol <laughs> Uh, I think somebody was just taking empty boxes and put them in people's. Uh, yeah, lives. somebody's probably pranking, yeah. man. That's yeah. all it is. Oh my god, it's from China. <laughs> it, 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 it gotta be. It gotta be that <laughs> virus, be the corona, quick contamination. Call the CDC, huh? <laughs> we all Obviously gonna die. It, it
1: might have been one of the people that was in the video because <laughs> <laughs> like, they knew he would overreact.
2: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: Just <laughs> it might
0: have been. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That was a good show. <laughs> that was an excellent show. I want to say thank you. We have closed out episode nine. One more episode, and we finally get to episode 10. Mr. Roku, thank you once again for joining us, sir. Yeah. Thanks, thank you for man.
1: having me. Thank you for having me.
0: Now it seems like only two beers has got to get this mic issue fixed. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, so Mr. Roku, please give our lovely audience all your uh, contact information in case they want to uh, reach out to you.
1: Um, you can reach me at uh, on Twitter at at uh, JU Nice Designs. Uh, on Instagram at J Period U Period Nice underscore Designs, and you could also just check out some of my work at JU Nice dot
4: Good work, y'all. Awesome. Right, good work. Two beers? Um, you can check me out um, on Instagram at uh, Bitsaki. You can search Bitsaki or Scorpio Report on Twitter and find me there. I don't really say anything. I just retweet it. So if you want to waste your time looking me up on Twitter, go ahead. As soon, same response from last time. As soon as I have uh, some things that I'm working on up and available, I will let those sites be known as well. But yeah, um, feel free to shoot a message at me if you want. I'm um, I'm an okay
0: guy. <laughs> yes, you are, and I am Khan. And you can reach me on on Twitter. No, let me rephrase that. YouTube and Twitch. If you're watching now on Twitch, make sure you hit that uh, follow button up above uh, to stay tuned. But yes, I am at Arn Games. A R N G M. A R N G M, and that's for YouTube and for Twitch, and then for uh, Twitter is A R N Games, G A R N Games, G A M E S. And yes, I want to say thank you all for coming out. Wonderful show. We went well past an hour past what we were supposed to. I don't know, our shows keep getting longer and longer. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> the audience likes it. If you don't like it, that- that's premium content yeah if you don't like it let (laughs) us know you know maybe we'll shorten it for you maybe it's too long i don't know but um thank you all for coming out and uh yeah good show and uh, oh one thing real quick for everybody who wants to listen to this it will be late so tomorrow i will not be editing uh this video so we're going to be late on this episode coming out to all of our platforms our streaming platforms so probably won't be out until wednesday um... Tomorrow's me anniversary, so oh, uh, anniversary. Yes, thank you. So we will. I will not be doing anything except for pleasing my wife, as Terry Crews says, because she's the only one and that matters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so uh, yeah, we will. We'll, we won't be doing that. But um, Friday, I'll have something cooked up for Friday, and I'll talk to Two Beers offline about it. We might have a special show come up Friday because guess what? It's Valentine's Day. So. Ooh. we'll see we'll see i'll talk to two beers and we'll see if we have something special so thank you everybody right. thank you to my uh gu- to my uh guests, mr roku Dai. thank what you, you to two beards, my co-host no problem, and thank you no to everybody who came by listen and remember our show we film every friday 10 p.m to uh whenever we get done i know it's saturday today but we do film it every friday subscribe to me for twitter at rn games so you can keep up to date to our uh, schedule and hopefully we we'll, you get to listen you have a good weekend until we meet again remember folks shoot the shit don't be shit peace out Word. everybody peace